Hey, hey, boy. Wait, we got a beat. Hold on. You ready to be a single mother? Yeah. I said you ready to be a single mother? Trap house mom. Real trap shit. Oh, my God. You ready to be a single mom? Huh? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Don't Don't call me. Yeah. Don't text me. Don't text me. Don't tell me the kid's name. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, boys, we are back with another episode of the Wine Boys podcast. Um... We got an, a great show in store for you guys tonight. Probably the greatest. Um, I, I would mean, say we have probably the fun, one of the funniest people we've ever had on this podcast is on tonight. Besides us. <laughs> I mean, we're on the show every week, though. Yeah, good point. So good I guess, point. yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, I don't like to share the spotlight often, but when I do, I like to have funny people. Yes, yes. So we have a great guest. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that after we introduce our uh, social media, because we are on it. Uh, today I got in a lovely argument with a conservative who called me a libtard, and it was fantastic. Wow! I'm so happy to finally be called something that I am uh, a little—I guess I'm, I'm mildly proud of that. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I don't, did your pee pee tingle a little? I did a little bit. I got to be yeah. honest. As soon as I saw the amount of what he wrote based uh-huh. on what I wrote, I wrote 14 <laughs> words total, uh-huh. and he wrote 400. <laughs> I was okay. like, yes. <laughs> Conservatism is is angry and overly wordy. Exactly, it really is. That's a good way to. That's a good slogan for conservatism. Yep. Angry and overworded. Yeah. Uh, boys, you can find us on social media at Wine Boys Pod. It's Wine Boys Pod. Uh, wine suggestions, beat submissions, funny videos, anything you want to send us, really. DMs are open, and our Gmail is wineboyspod at gmail.com. It's the Google version of mail. It's yeah. Google Mail. Google Mail. No data mining in Google. We won't Boys. find it. Uh, I'm at the Zach Edward on Instagram and Twitter. The yes. Zach Edward. Yes. Um, if you check out my last uh, my last tweets, you'll see conservatives wow. and being angry at me. I wow. guess. Boys. I didn't say anything out of the ordinary. Boys, find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Lord Gerald. Uh, the Lord like, Gerald. You're just Lord Gerald. No, nah, I'm just at Lord Gerald. Fuck. Anyway, I, I like how you put the in it though. Hey, I should do that. The, the Ohio State. <laughs> so, boys, somebody, on... some asshole already stole Zach Edwards. So I was yeah. like, I guess I got to be the Zach Edwards. Yeah, yeah, nah. Uh, just Lord Gerald on Instagram and Twitter. Um, otherwise, uh, the OnlyFans site is coming soon. Uh, erotic meat photography. You know, uh, the, the good meat, not the other kind of meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Process All right, boys. boys. All right. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, episode starts on the other side of the theme. We love you. Hi, I'm Gerald. And I'm Zach. And we are the Wine Boys. Hey, boys. Hey. Nasty, sweaty boys. You dirty, slutty whores in this house. Yeah. I'm a whore in this house. Dirty, disgusting, <laughs> but hot buttered boys. Hot buttered bun boys. Hot buttered boys. <laughs> 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 Some someone's been on gayxhamster.com. Fucking popper dong. <laughs> so um <laughs> wine fact this evening. 
because we're still sober boys. We're not drinking. Yeah. Um, Don't worry. You will never guess. Soon. 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 You will never guess what the most popular wine in the United States is. Does it have anything? Is it Woodbridge? No, it's not Woodbridge. Close. It's grandma's favorite wine, Woodbridge. Yes. Because she can buy it in Magnum bottles for like yes. two for 20. This is available in the Magnum bottles. Yes. Barefoot. Ooh. It's an Aussie boy. Barefoot is the top selling table wine brand in the United States by far. Really? Yep. Garnered sales over $673 million. Just last year? I don't know if it was last year. This is just what the internet tells me. I'm assuming during COVID, it's definitely going up. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm not a big barefoot drinker. However. Yeah. Uh, Sutter what? Home is one of the largest independent, though. Makes sense. That's They're actually the second best selling. Yep. Check, Sutter Home. Check out hashtag Sutter Homeless in the, in the archives. Yes. In Sutter Home's number two, after that is Franzia, then Woodbridge. Oh, God. Boxed Franzia? How is fifth, Josh? Hey, I got to tell you, for a widely distributed wine, Josh Sellers slaps. And even then, Barefoot beats them all by a lot. I've my mom was on a Barefoot kick for like a long time. She would always only drink the Chardonnay, not the Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. the Pinot Grigio. I just, I always see a bottle of Barefoot Moscato, and I kind of get a shiver up my spine. Yeah, you're like, it's too sweet. It's not. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. It's grape juice. Yeah, it's not even the good kind. No, it's not. I'd rather have a glass of Welch's white grape peach juice. You ever had that shit? Uh, Yeah, yeah. White grape peach juice. Makes your throat itch. Oh, it's good though. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Just sugar diabetes in a bottle. I like. I'm one of those people that enjoys the syrup inside one of those like the the dole fruit cups yes i drink the syrup out of it first before i go after the fruit because i'm a diabetic boy yeah um speaking of diabetic boys and Mm -hmm. sweet things uh one sugar sweet boy (laughs) that we have talked about in this podcast before ben shapiro (laughs) um sickeningly sweet boy did a dramatic reading of the song that's getting all of the conservatives panties up in a bot up bunch right now i gotta tell you and if you you should know what we're talking about right now because it's tuesday yeah. this song dropped what saturday something like that yeah the yeah. song is called wap which stands for wet ass pussy and by, i'm uh, i'm sorry what what wap what did you just say wap i've never heard it called did you mean the p word of oh, the p word oh my god ah so benjamin one ben shapiro had to do a dramatic reading <laughs> of this song uh, wet ass pussy by Cardi B. I can't. Every time you say it, I my 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 penis it, gets it gets a little bit more uncomfortable. It should get a little bit more longer. It does love, actually. Love me a good. Mm. Only my wife's because you yes. know because you're a married man. That you damn right. Just macaroni and cheese. I mean, hey, listen. When you find out people have premarital sex, it's disgusting. It fucking disgusts me. God. <laughs> That's how I imagine everybody that listens yeah. to Ben Shapiro is because yeah. his target audience is is white and proud over thirty five. Oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. And like, yeah. his and the could like uh, so let me let, let's get into the clip and I, have, I, I got I got some thoughts about I, Mr. Shapiro. Oh my god, do I ever? Okay, so let's. But this is he did a dramatic reading though <laughs> of this song, and let let let's just let's get into it. It's. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. 
I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop yeah. for this wet ass P word. Mm -hmm. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly I'm gonna, more I'm going to come. Wait, oh, oh, Talk your S word, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that D word. You really ain't never going to F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass P word. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass beat. Right, so this is deep, guys. This, this is what feminists fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not. Uh, it, it's not really about you know women being treated as independent, full, rounded human beings. It's about wet ass pee word. And if you say anything differently, it's because you're a misogynist. You see. You say. Uh, it gets really, uh, really, 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 really vulgar. <laughs> okay, so here's, did here's I, one did thing. Did I mention, I, I had to slow it down to that, but he does more reading of the song. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he but does that, like two and a half minutes. Yeah, and that, that, that's the on gist his, of it. On, so, his, on his show that gets, that's like one of the most popular, like, pla influential platforms in the world. Yeah, yeah. He reads so, the lyrics to WAP. So, but here's <laughs> one thing, though, that was... Very, very clear. He even said something about a kegel, which tells me he mispronounced the word kegel. Um, so the kegel muscle is used in your genitalia. You can tighten it and loosen it, but it, it's very helpful in theft. Even though the word genitalia is scientific, yeah. when he says it, oh, it's disgusting. sounds weird, right? No, but one thing I... You think that's how... Barring... I don't know if Ben Shapiro's ever uh -huh. had sex before, but... Okay. Let's Let just, me, for the sake of the argument, let's uh -huh. just say he has. Uh -huh. I think that's what he says. Uh -huh. I'm gonna slip my genitalia into yeah, your yeah. p word. So let, <laughs> let me let me stop you there though. Okay. So I was listening to his interview recently on the Joe Rogan Experience, probably a couple years uh, weeks ago, his newest one, and mm -hmm. he talks. And I was like, I don't particularly like Ben Shapiro, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna listen to it. And he says toward the end of the podcast that, um. Ben Shapiro, I believe, is in his 30s now, but he got married to his wife when he was about 21 years old, and he was a virgin when he got married to her, Still and now is. they have, like, three kids. Oh, so he has sex. Okay. He, he has had sex at least three times. Um, <laughs> I'm going to assume it wasn't many more, <laughs> and it's... He sounds like a missionary with the lights off kind of guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real here with you. Sounds man. like a dollar store Pee Wee Herman is what he sounds yeah. like. Listen, my there's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> like, come on. Baby. I'm sorry. I'm gonna listen to it a hundred more times. Yeah. It, it does. It brings me so much joy. Yeah. That but already, like Ben Shapiro said that he doesn't think rap music is real music. Yeah, and his platform isn't fucking real. It's, no. it's made up, and it was given yeah. to him, and he's got a silver spoon. But yeah. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm not trying to get a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of that guap. Yeah. You, you guys get just, that money, baby. Absolutely. Listen, you do you, boo. All right? <laughs> but it doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and pretend that this wet-ass P-word isn't something that's influential. Hey, certified freak. Seven, seven days, days a week. week. Hey. Listen, we're just certified boys. 
Yeah. Seven days a week. Seven days of noise. Seven days of noise with the boys. Yeah. So Sounds like a pay-per-view we should be sponsoring. Seven but, days of noise with the boys. Seven days of hardcore boys. It's like now that mountains. it's like now that's what I call music, but it's seven days of noise with the boys <laughs> in Sturgis, South Dakota. <laughs> the venue was pretty pretty inexpensive. The venue was pretty inexpensive, but coronavirus just riddled all of these. Okay, you know Sturgis happened this weekend, biggest biker rally in the world. Yes. Okay, I haven't looked at the the COVID numbers yet, but is it that big of a deal if a few of them die? Those idiots? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's just thin out the herd there. I thought when I when I saw when I saw all of those bikers heading up to Sturgis for the weekend, I thought to myself, "How ah, we could lose a few of them?" Yeah. <laughs> so a okay by me. Yeah, yeah. But I I did realize though. I was like, man, like Ben Shapiro sounds like a fucking nerd on this episode of JRE where he's talking about how like he's a fucking nerd <laughs> he is a pretty fucking nerd but I was like man I lost that much more respect for him when I realized that he hadn't pounded out any sniz before meeting his wife yeah listen I've been with my wife since I was 21 we'll leave it at that <laughs> we only I, have one baby <laughs> so I'm gonna assume you've had sex at least once <laughs> Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> at I, least at I find least one time. Sex is disgusting. That's true, and it's I, I, I got absolutely terrible. And I've had zero kids, so you can't assume that I've had sex. Yet. You, you've never had sex. I never. Mean, if, if, had that, sex. if that's the measuring stick, then yeah, technically I yeah. haven't. All I'm saying is that's the only that's the only giner he's ever been inside <laughs> of, right? You mean that wet ass p word? That wet ass p word. He was. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only wet ass p word. Honestly, only- was it that wet? Or do you think do you think Ben Shapiro was really like a closet case? Was it macaroni in a bowl? <laughs> like, I don't think it, I don't think so. I don't think like I can't imagine a Dang. woman getting 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 moist for Ben Shapiro. I can't imagine that. All I I'm just, saying is, do you I, think Mrs. Shapiro I'm, rides Ben's face? No, no. She barely rides his dick. <laughs> Do you think it's I'm like sorry. strictly missionary his, with the lights She off? barely rides her P word with his D word. <laughs> oh my God. If she rode his face, mm-hmm. if Ben was like, oh, just a fucking savage in the bedroom, uh-huh. that's, that's front page news. His rabbi gave him all the sex <laughs> advice he needed. Not a bunch of women. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom, first and foremost. <laughs> like, come on, fam. Right, just, let her ride your face like a yarmulke. Just put it on there. And well, that's her... on the other side. I know. You know that thing covers up his bald spot. Yeah. I'm just saying. But anyway. That's why I'm converting. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Mine's going to cover up my entire, my entire bald spot. Listen. Ben Shapiro is not my gauge for what outrages me. No. Uh, and I don't think it should be anyone's. And to see that so the, many people are getting outraged by him over a Cardi B song, which fucking slaps, by the way. Oh, it is a it is it is the summer hit of 2020. And Absolutely. actually, should, because of coronavirus, should be the song that to that if that was the I wish that was the vaccine. If was wet ass pussy, if was wet the ass vaccine? pussy was the vaccine. Uh-huh. <sighs> should be. Could you imagine? Yeah, certified freak, seven days a week. Cardi B comes out, okay, mm-hmm. and she goes, I'm running for president. Uh-huh. I got the vaccine. It's this wet-ass pussy. It's this wet-ass pussy. You can bottle it. You can bottle it and just give it to all the boys bottle and lady this boys. Pussy. <sighs> which, which should have been a lyric in the song. Would you drink it? 
Uh, if, it, uh, if it's a coronavirus I, vaccine? Smear it on my chest. <laughs> does, does this come in some type of like sauve or cream? Oh, yeah, Is look it? at that ram now. <laughs> anyway. Look, you're looking at your, com- your, your computer memory. I had to free up some ram, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I'm about to ram my, my, my D word into that P word. Yeah, ram this, you know, this so the, hot beef injection. I got to tell you, though, uh, how, how, how influential are Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion to get that type of reaction, they are as of right now. They're very influential. They're the most. They're, they they they're swing votes. Absolutely, and they're <laughs> they're the two biggest uh, female rappers right now. Yeah, definitely. It's not even close. No, not at all. Go on TikTok. Listen to how many Megan The Stallion songs you'll hear. Yeah, and and I think what outrages these people so much about this song is that they feel that it's the destruction of American culture. Can you just say, I mean, let's just call it what it is, the whites. Yeah, yeah, it's white people. And they just don't like the idea of their precious white daughters listening to this jungle music. <laughs> that's, that's really what it boils down to. Tiffany, goddammit, this whap again. Yeah, get that nigger boogie shit out of here. <laughs> just, that is what makes them uncomfortable. Let's be honest, son, like, you heard Splash Waterfalls as a kid? Nothing phases you. No. No. I've heard so much shit. I've heard dirtier rap songs. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah. heard... I grew up on Lil' Kim. Oh, yeah. I mean... Hardcore? Absolutely. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Lil' Kim was the baddest bitch in all the land. She really was. And then Khalees came out and started yeah. doing some work and nasty shit. Remember Trina? Yeah. Oh, my girl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Uncle Luke? Mm-hmm. Two Live Crew? Shit. Yeah. Remember mm. some Ludacris' old shit? Just listen to the song Tootsie Roll. You thought that was yeah. a jock jam? No. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't, it ain't a jock jam. Yeah. yeah. So. My milkshake brings all the boys to the earth. Yes. Hypersexual. My neck, mu- my back, lick my P word and my crack? <laughs> my P word and my crack. Yeah. That should have been the edited version. No. Hypersexual lyrics in hip hop are nothing new. No. And in fact, in music in general, Hip, it's hypersexualized new. lyrics in music are, I mean, I can't say it's 90% of the music, 75%? I'll say this hip hop is probably more vulgar about it than any other genre. It's hypersexualized mainstream music. Mainstream genre, anyway. Yeah. Um, but sexuality in music in general isn't a new thing. Yeah, but today's, today's hip hop is mostly con- con- constrived of uh, yeah. s- sex, drugs. Shit. Um, uh, Mo- tr- drug trafficking. I guess you can yeah, put that yeah. in its own its own category. Fun fact: Tutti Fruity by Lil Richard, mm-hmm. originally about gay sex. I was gonna say Tutti Fruity, good booty. Like I feel if like you we, could, you've talked about. Yeah, this on I've the talked show. about this before. Your sexuality in music is not nothing new. New. It's been around forever. Yeah. If this shit outrages you, then maybe you need to maybe you should maybe watch you the need movie. To leave yeah. the gated community, boo. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Is your cul-de-sac meeting getting a little uncomfortable when yeah, WAP yeah. comes on? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Too too much traffic coming through your uh, coming to your youth soccer game. Like boo boo, leave. First of all, tune what? away from the Christian rock station, and let's hear what these kids are actually listening to. Now. For real, if it ain't Creed, it ain't like. <laughs> Shut up and there on a Sunday morning. <laughs> um, no, 
it, they're not listening to Creed. They're not listening to Creed. They're, and, and, unless they're being held against their will. That's the only thing they should be listening to is, is Creed. Yeah. Um, for punishment. Yeah. All right. Man, the kids love P.O.D. Yeah, they, like, they yeah. don't. Not no, anymore. No, not anymore, dude. Um, they like wet-ass pussy. They do. They do. They love. Yeah. In fact, it's got almost 75 million views it on. It does. I mean. It does. Well, how old is Slob on My Knob at this point? Uh, 10, 15 years old. Something like that, yeah. Slap on my knob or what else? Three Six Mafia was a shit, by the way. <laughs> Remember uh, Half on a Sack? Yes. Uh, three Six Mafia, that yeah. was my shit. Dude, Three the Six... Whole ver- the mm-hmm. whole first verse of that song is about getting a white girl, getting her all coked out and fucking her. Yes. That's the whole first yes. verse of the song. Make white girls do drugs and do nasty shit yeah. with them. Yes. Yeah. Rap music. Yeah. Fuck. Isn't that what made you fall in love with hip-hop in the first place? Oh, Three Six Mafia I almost listened to exclusively yeah. in the summer of 04. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was the song, Stay High? That was the shit. That was the shit. Yeah. I gotta stay high. Uh, 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 slap on my knob. And then Juicy J when he broke off by himself. I mean, that was another thing. Yeah. <sighs> yep, yep. A zip and okay. a my knob came out in 99. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. Yeah. Yes. I thought okay. I thought bands made her dance. <laughs> Not this P word on that D word. P word on that D word. It'd be funny if you just said like F word for face. Yeah. But yes. Put that ben P Shapiro, word on my F word. Ben Shapiro not knowing what a Kegel is. Let's it's the funny, me know. It's the funniest part of the entire a sequence Kegel there. Let's me know everything I need to know about Ben Shapiro. How anybody can listen to him mm-hmm. at all. I, fucking to be fascinates honest, me. I can't it trust in, your political opinions. I, I can't. And if, it, it infuriates me when you talk when somebody talks like mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't think my voice mm-hmm. is like like it, it's it doesn't feel like velvet and butter. Yeah, it's like, not velvet and butter, baby. Dude, but I, I can't trust any of your opinions if you've never licked an asshole before. I'm just gonna be real with you, son. This is you're already you're already dismissed, bro. Yeah. That, that's it. So you're, well, the you're, good Lord intended that to be an exit only. Well, you know. Well, did it? I don't know. Have you ever seen a girl's face when you just accidentally get a little in there? And yeah. It's like whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just picture it to be soft serve. It's only uh, soft serve. It's only soft only serve. Soft serve. <laughs> Listen, you, you gotta play play around. You know what, Ben? You go home with Mrs. Shapiro. You let her know. Listen, the plan at night is not to. Have missionary with the lights off while I put my pee hole through it's, my PJs. <laughs> it's not to conceive another child. So I put my penis through my pee hole. Strictly for fun. We're going to take our... We're going to leave the lights on this time. Oh, Benjamin. We're not even going to have the soft glow from the television in the back. Really? Yeah. I thought fi- I thought the, the glaring noise of Fox News was the thing that got you hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laura Ingram. <laughs> oh. oh, Sean Hannity, I'm going to come. Oh. Oh, that Sean Hannity is a strong, masculine American man. Tucker Carlson's hairpiece is going to make my balls drain. <laughs> oh, he's just a good old American frat boy. <laughs> he wears so many Oxford shirts. <laughs> That's the thing that he puts his finger in his asshole, too. Yeah. Nah, he he doesn't he doesn't play there. I, maybe he, he, he doesn't play, play there. He's probably afraid to play in that area because he he's afraid in, he'll like it too much. He doesn't play in his A-word hole. <laughs> he does not play in his A-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine. <laughs> ah, um, what's his wife's name? Lauren. I feel like her name is Lauren. Shapiro's wife. I don't know. I'm, like, I'm just gonna call her Mrs. Shapiro. Okay. And I feel like she's very Stepford wifey. Are you trying or, to find a picture of her? I'm just trying to find out what her name is. Yeah, uh, Lor- 
Laura just, Shapiro. It's I just feel like Miranda Shapiro. Uh, any any you want to keep doing guesses? Yeah, Brittany Shapiro. Her name's Moore. Moore Shapiro. It's M O R Shapiro. M O R. Yes. Okay. Her that's her actual get. That's her. Yeah, it's probably more, an extremely oh, Jewish. Yeah, she's probably Jewish. Yeah, I would assume Jewish and Moroccan. Okay, what does she look like? Like a basic white bitch. Really? Yeah. 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 All I'm saying is, Ben, you she, go home. Yeah, she she's. I think she is the female equivalent of missionary with the lights off. Ben, you go home and you spit in that woman's asshole. Okay. <laughs> please, please refer to it as the A word. The A word hole. Uh, please. <laughs> I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. Ben, you go home. You spit in that woman's asshole while you're fucking her from behind. You massage that shit in there with your thumb. And then you grab a fistful of that hair and just fucking yank it. All right, Ben? She will love you when you're done. I think she, yeah, I was going to say, she has, there's no way she still loves him. Uh, they got married in 08. So that's 12 yeah. years of stale missionary sex. Oh, my God. Three times at least. It's the equivalent of a three-day-old Dunkin' Donuts donut. That's his sex. Stale, just like a like a dry hole. Yeah, there's a dead fly in there. Just it's it's just a dry powdered donut. Yeah. Ugh. Is there not anything worse than a powdered? Hey, hey first dear, of all, tonight would you care to have intercourse? Mm-hmm. Would you like to have fellatio? Can I have some fellatio? Yeah, Ben. Really, just you know what? Why don't you really listen to wet ass pussy and take some notes, Ben? For real, I you know what? I think when when the red light is off, he is like like licking the pencil. And just like starting to jot down. Do you down think it. that? Do He's you think like, this is an actor? Oh. This is how he is in like real life. Like he's that stale oh, and dry. I and don't. I. I. There are. Mm-hmm. I know people that uh-huh. are are Ben Shapiro equivalents. Okay. And they still are a little adventurous. They'll take a hike from time to time. Okay. I mean, shit. They'll try things. They might not talk about it. They might not talk about but it. But they I, do it. Yeah. I don't even think he, he does it. You don't think he does it? Like you think it's I, strictly I think it's like even even the anniversary sex isn't spicy. Like it's very like eh, you know. Yeah, Ben turned me around for ten seconds, put my hands behind my back and spanked me once and said, You're a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> You're so naughty. <laughs> like it's just Ben <laughs> I can't kiss my wife with the same lips I pray with. <laughs> Not that part of her. oh god benjamin ben 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 benjamin Benjamin. just have jesus christ man loosen up let's loose yeah loosen up listen to wap like i've been i've listened to it i think uh full seven times already yeah man loosen up it's married who cares cardi b is married She's married and she's, she's married. and she and she talks like she's I mean she talks like she's just a bad She's also like a former stripper from the Bronx. But yeah. Who cares? Who gives that, a fuck? What do you expect? Yeah. What do you expect? And Meg is just a bad bitch. Exactly. Big she, old booty. It, who cares? Listen, that's what brought her to the dance, but mm-hmm. but she's got bars. She got bars. She can Meg rap, wrap her ass off. And she's got a whole that's lot a, of that's ass. That's a lot of ass. So, but based on the proximity of ass to rapping ability, mm-hmm. I would say that Meg can can absolutely mm-hmm. rap. Yes. In Just, my in my in my if I can hypothesize for a moment, <laughs> Yana. Based on Megan the Stallion's voluptuous booty. Well, this buxom woman. This buxom woman. She has the ability to wrap her own ass off, meaning. 
she has a quantity of ass that is equivalent to rapping how you say massive amount of bars <laughs> yeah yeah well boys i think we've beaten this dead horse let's uh, more of the story is let's beat a couple more horses ben shapiro needs to spice things up in his own life yeah leave mrs shapiro with a real smile on her face not a painted one on for the camera yeah. that we just saw the other thing is is that cardi must ha- it must be the best ever it has to be if you talk about it the way that she talks about it or even uh-huh. Me- i mean hot girl meg talks about it too mm-hmm. i mean it has to be good you can't I'm sure. you can't talk about it like that i'm sure like i know there's a lot of guys that are just like my dick is the fuck I just, I just, yeah, yeah it's a it's a goddamn mac truck like i said ben Spit in your wife's ass <laughs> and slip your thumb in there and just one time and see what she does. And just see, let's just see, just for cultural purposes. For the culture, pull out, pull out some maneuvers, Ben. Yeah. Okay. A uh, couple of things happened. So we saw that college football is canceled. Not yet. Not all of it. A lot of teams have canceled their big, season. The Big Ten and Pac-12. Uh, also, the uh, MAC, which is the Mid Mid American Conference, and the Mountain West yep. fully canceled yep, their yep. seasons uh, for football. Most of all, fall sports. This hashtag we want to play was was going around. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is just a really nice way of, you know, all Americans and uh, rich white kids to have their opinions heard. Yep. Uh, yep. And then also was a way for the coaches who definitely care about the well-being of their Absolutely. players. Absolutely. They care. Dabo yeah. Sweeney said it himself that he cares. Um <laughs> Yeah, he wore yeah. a mask during his interview today. He cares. Yeah, a- absolutely. How Every, much do you think Jimbo Fisher cares? Like just enough to get seven wins out of him. I think. Okay. Eight wins at least. Eight wins. Yeah. I'd say like if he has zero All Americans, like they'll run laps till they die. Okay. But uh, it could be from a lung infection. Could be just. What's that other heart condition that that seems to be the thing now for athletes? It's like a new. Yeah, there's a COVID related heart condition that's popping up oh, more really? and more in athletes. Really. Um, and it's for athletes that like had it and seemed healthy. Yeah, basically okay. it's uh, oh, it's where is it? Hold on, hold please. I'll look it up. So it's a COVID heart condition. Let's see, COVID heart condition. It is called. It is called. It is called. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, a rare heart condition that is linked to coronavirus is feeling concern over football. It's called myocarditis. Oh. It's an inflammation of the heart muscle. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a problem. Wow. So, most so basically, you have COVID. You don't know you had COVID. Mm-hmm. You end up developing this. It's like a, yeah, it's heart inflammation. Yeah, it's inflammation in the chest muscles. Moves, wow. Developed from lung infections, which then ultimately. Wow. Yeah. Or, or you did have COVID, got over it, but then you developed this. Myochondritis. Wow. Yeah. And then I guess months later, whatever, you're running. And then it's getting really hard for you to breathe, and then you just collapse, and then you did. Yep. D, E, D, did. Yep. Okay. But that scholarship to Alabama couldn't couldn't pass up. Couldn't pass it yeah, up. Yeah, that briefcase I full love, of money from Nick Saban. I know the uh, the I, so up. the arguments that you're hearing mostly from the coaches is that like our safety protocols and the kids being on campus is safer than them being at home. Like that's that's what they're going for. Yeah. They're just being like. These ki- full contact football. Full contact football. And the, what they're saying essentially is their argument, if, football aside, their argument uh-huh. is that our world-class facilities are socially distant enough and we have all the testing protocols. They're actually getting tested more, which is mm-hmm. true. 
because they're going to go play tackle football. Well, yeah, which is so the you don't socially distant sport. Yeah, so you don't want a bunch of guys fucking humping each other on the field. Yeah. Hypothetically. Uh, uh, Hypothetically. We, we don't hump. Right. We, we, we tackle and drive right, a man right. into the ground. Right, right. But imagine um, playing, like, interior line. Yeah. Just touching all yeah, game. That's, you are literally having physical contact I know. with somebody when the, every fucking down. When the NFL started putting out their protocols for the season, and they still think they're going to get a full season out of this? No, so, they won't. I'm thinking just, uh, I said, kill the first month. Yep. Just do it. Just yep. get it done. Listen, we're almost to September. Just get rid of it. Yep. Um, Cut it. When they said that the first thing they're going to do is they're going to stop players from uh, giving each other their jerseys after the game. Uh-huh. That they're putting that as a protocol, and then the first tweet was from Richard Sherman, who is a Stanford-educated man, yep. so he's fucking smart. But smart he's also as fuck. smart as shit. Uh, Stanford-educated man, but also one of the best players in the NFL. First, he is thing, if, probably the best corner, one of the best cornerbacks ever. Yeah, I, I think he's. You, you can call him that yeah, now for yeah. sure. Just judging by how he played last year being Shit. like in his like you now he's in his 30s and he yeah, was yeah. borderline one of the best shutdown corners again yeah, yeah first tweet comes out oh so we can't we can't give each other our jerseys after a hard game of tackle football after we've touched each other this entire game yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay yeah that makes a lot of yeah, sense Yeah, we can't trade jerseys after i've been playing bump and run with this guy yeah bump and run with this guy for fucking four quarters yeah yeah you're right me giving him his my jersey that's gonna give him covid that's gonna give him covid not the bump and run not not the tackling yeah not the not that anything else that involved Nothing touching the entire game. Touching each other and sweating on each other. The entire game. For the last game. two and a half hours. No, yeah. None of that. None, none of, that. of that. The jerseys. The jerseys, though. They're a breathing ground. Yep. The, the jerseys are a breathing ground yep. for COVID. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool, man. So awesome. right now, so the Big Ten canceled the season. The Pac-12 Pac- okay. Pac-12 Pac followed suit. Mm-hmm. The ACC says they still want to play. Which okay. is nothing like the South to say look, we're going to play football despite government regulations. Am I right, Florida? Uh, yeah, yeah. Am I right? F- am I right? Say it for the guys in the back, Miami. Say it for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just. What about the SEC? Still saying. They're holding out? ACC and SEC, predominantly hey. Southern you know what, schools, though? power, you know, power you know five what, conference. Syracuse hasn't opted out. They, I mean, the school can, technically. The UConn did. They were the first school they to can. opt out. The school can opt out, but Syracuse hasn't opted they out. They have yet. not yet. Nope. Okay. Theory. Okay. Syracuse is going to try to hang in there as long as possible. Do you know why? Default ACC championship. Damn. Right. <laughs> but also... Can't beat them on the field. Might as well outlast them. Exactly. Now, but also, though, Syracuse has been trying to gear up, like, their football program for... About 15 years now, probably. Longer. Longer. About 20 years now. Pretty much ever since, what, Coach P left? Mm-hmm. Like, they've been trying to kind of rebuild things, and um, this might be the way to do it. If I'm, it's just us in, like, Miami and Florida State and, I don't know, who else is in the conference? Mm-hmm. The Southern schools. Clemson. Clemson. Virginia uh, Tech, I guess Vir- you can call Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Blacksburg is in the middle of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you can call that a southern school. It's southern school. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they they just want to hang in there with the other southern schools. Even if we get throttled, but 
we still have to play fucking Clemson and Virginia Tech and Florida State and University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, at least we can say, okay, we got throttled the entire year, but our schedule was tougher than anybody else's. True. So, I think that might be the play. I, I don't think you're, 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 you're on a. You're barking up a good tree there. Hey, yeah, hey. you never know. Yeah, I do a podcast. So yeah, anyway, I do a podcast. We do theory, I do a podcast. theories and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I took some notes. So like, okay. there's obviously there's the, um, the situation that's been going on in Chicago. Yeah. The riots yeah. and looting. Yeah. Um, they looted a, a Tesla dealership, which is like the most ironic thing. It's funny because there's like no cars there. I know. That's the thing. That is hilarious. Yeah. Like. All Teslas are made to order. Yeah. So, like... So it's like, what I, the fuck are you doing in a Tesla? Like, what are you going to get? Some brochures? <laughs> like, <laughs> I like to learn more about anyway. the Tesla. It's just like, there's ain't cars in there. I didn't get a model list, but I got a picture of one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that I whole... I stole the paint swatches. <laughs> <laughs> so, that whole situation. So, now Chicago's... They've been rioting now for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's calmed down a little bit, but it's still... I mean, but still Portland is rioting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, again, it's not going to stop. No, no, it's going to keep going for a while. Until uh, at least the election. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, I saw this thing about Belarus and their, like, their, the Belarus, like, the country is protesting against the government because they had the fixed election. Oh, their shirts off fighting the police, too. Oh, for sure. I was going to say, they are. I've seen some of those videos on Reddit and shit. They are off fighting the police. You got just hairy Belarusian men. Mm hmm. Shirts off, middle of the street, wearing diesel jeans. Getting you fucking, know what they wear. I was just saying in Belarus, of course. Yeah, getting fucking tear gassed. Oh my no god! No shirt. Yeah, just jumping off a retaining mm-hmm. wall, taking yeah. the shirt off. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh man, there's some good shit there. Um, I mean, the, the, I mean, those are kind of your big news stories. Yeah. Uh, I don't. We can. I think we. I kind of want to save this for next week because yeah. I think it, it'll have a little bit more substance. Mm-hmm. So we'll let's save it for next week. There, there's a couple of other things. One uh, thing we won't leave for next week is uh, how uh, Mia Khalifa uh-huh. should get the Congressional uh, Medal of Freedom for for what she did. Oh, are you not familiar with what she did? What did she do? Mia Khalifa uh, actually auctioned off a pair of her iconic glasses to the relief fund in Beirut. Really? Yes. Well, she is Lebanese, correct? She is. Okay. Yes. So that is her people. Now, so she I was know morally, and she was—I mean, she was devastated, obviously, by the whole situation. Right. And, right. You know, instead of as an influencer online, she could have. She did, you know, the typical thing. If uh, you know, my country was destroyed by this, you know, this horrific explosion. Right. This Dwayne the Rock Johnson size set piece that happened yes. in Bel in in Beirut. Yeah. You know, she did the, you know, the same thing where you go on, you, you take a, a, you know, a selfie video of you crying and being upset. Right. And then typically if you're a celebrity, you just leave it at that. Exactly. I mean, or you do a black and white video saying like, you're heard. Yeah. Don't worry. I got you. How many men, whoever won those glasses, right? Whoever won those in the auction. Jerking off to them right now. Who's going to masturbate on those Coming glasses? on them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're gonna she on. wasn't much for like a, uh, she didn't wear the glasses a lot in her scenes. I mean, no, a couple of times. Every now and then, but yeah. she was no, uh, she was no Ava Angelina. No, she, and as we know, Ava Angelina perfect, pioneered, pioneered the glasses, the glasses facial, facial, which um, I wrote in a, in a term paper in college. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, the research was phenomenal. I actually used that. <laughs> I said that in a class. Yeah. And my teacher was like, wow. He goes, you really did your research. I go, I did a lot of research. Damn right. Yeah. God damn right. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I actually did some research before I got in the classroom this afternoon. Dick's all ashy. <laughs> but I did my yeah. research. <laughs> Looks like sand dunes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she auctioned off the... Uh, the glasses and uh, to the the Beirut Relief Fund. Yeah, I mean Jesus Christ. I mean if you got that kind of platform, at least do the right thing. Yeah, but she should get the congressional congressional medal of freedom for that. She absolutely should, especially because uh, Lebanon's government all just stepped down. I know. So yeah, she absolutely should. All right, and boys, it's our plea. Uh, yes, boys, we have a uh, we got a guest on this week, so uh, we'll bring him in. It is uh, stand-up comedian Travis Blunt. Yeah, uh, he had very funny, very funny man, funny guy. Uh, funny, funny. Seen guy. him on uh, Revolt TV's Funny AF. Yep. Um, and he's got uh, been seen on Comedy Central as well. So he's a very funny guy, and uh, we will let you guys let you listen to uh, the great and powerful Travis Blunt. All right, hey boys, we're back, back and better than ever, and we have a special guest this evening. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the hilarious Travis Blunt is with us. Uh, you can see him on uh, Revolt TV. It's on Funny AF, and uh, he's got credits on Comedy Central as well. Uh, Travis Blunt, say hello to the boys. Hey, what's up, boys? How y'all doing, man? Nice to meet y'all and everything, man. Good They're not going to gonna answer you, but they know. They feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know what's good. Yeah, the boys are good. The boys are good and hairless. We yeah. All, we all know the boys are hairless. Hashtag Boys Nation coming out in droves. Uh, we're, uh, boys Nation. Yeah. Boys Nation under a groove. That's all it is. So, oh, that's yeah. Boys um, Nation under a groove. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, um, I just picture a Scooby-Doo minivan packed with motherfuckers. That's exactly it. That, that is exactly it. <laughs> yep. This episode yeah. is also brought to you by Juke Cologne as well. Uh, <laughs> Juke I, I definitely was about to say I can imagine the van. <laughs> Wait, like hold on, Cologne. hold on. No, not only, not only that. This is a, this is a loose, this is a loose sponsorship. But we also keep the bottle on deck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The there you go. Yeah, we're, the move. we're trying to smell like an uncle at a barbecue. <laughs> All we spray it before you start the car. Yeah. <laughs> Boys Nation <laughs> under a group. <laughs> that shit's gonna be stuck in your head now. I can, yeah. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Get loose, yes. Get loose. Yes. The appreciation. Uh, the glowing appreciation. That shit is Bear Mace masked as cologne. It really is. It's. It's like really pungent. Like it hits you right in the nose. Yeah. Right. You can, like I said, you can smell a luscious affair coming from like a mile away. Oh man. There's like a, like an uncle at a barbecue that's just like on the outs with your with your aunt, and you're just like, I gotta yeah. I gotta figure out. And then he just starts like asking questions, like, where you go to college? <laughs> Everybody's down to win like the boys nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, everyone's got that one uncle who's bald he's got a goatee and that one hoop earring uh. <laughs> my uncle had like a, like my uncle wasn't bald but he did have a hoop earring but he was also like an 80s drummer and like a hair oh, band yeah. <laughs> he, was in a, he was in a van halen tribute band as you can oh, imagine wow. that so like, it doesn't get whiter than that like it just, it just like i it that is peachy white as you can get but <laughs> 
it's uh did he refused to let go of the ponytail oh yeah for the long so he was like one of those that like his the hairline kept going back but the ponytail kept like hanging on strong <laughs> so it was That's like funny. Yeah, it's just like it's like uncle tony you got to get rid of that ponytail and he's just like i'll never let it die you mean my horse's mane <laughs> yeah. he's not letting that yeah. thing die do you think eddie van halen would let it die it's like yeah. all right okay i'll stop i live through 86 this thing stays <laughs> no much cocaine in these strands there probably is yeah all right <laughs> yeah. he had to exfoliate it all uh, all out of his pores at the end of the night it's just uh just cocaine drips on on the regular um so we appreciate you coming in uh thank you for uh giving us a little bit of time we uh i've been very curious to because you know w- you and i kind of uh we met randomly uh right right, I, right I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions and i then i started you know do i did a little research on my own just to kind of see your credits and, and some of the stuff that you did so how long you been how long have you been doing comedy now Oh, I've been doing comedy. It'll probably, it'll be about ten years in uh, September. I think okay. it'll be about ten years in September. Um, you know, I've been doing it ten years, but I don't have ten years of stage time. You know, as you as you know, living around here, you know, open mics is like one night a week or whatever. And if you mm-hmm. have a job, you may be able to get to it. It's not like in other cities. Like, let's take New York City for example. Uh, you get up four or five times a night, mm-hmm. at least every night of the week. So your ten, their ten years is probably more than my ten years. So, but uh, you know, I, you know, I, I, I've tried to grow each time and take advantage of each stage appearance I've had. So, that's that's what it. You know, I just have faith in and know that uh, it'll it'll come together where it'll sound like I got ten years of stage experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all yeah, you know, it's comedies. You know, as you you just start, or you do stand up. You know, it's all about confidence. Like the audience can always tell if you're not confident in. If you're not confident, you're not going to have a good set. And it really has nothing to do with your jokes, really, per se. I mean, some jokes aren't good, but most of the time we fail early on or we don't do as good as we want to is because we're nervous and unsure. And uh, a lot of stage time knocks that off. So if you don't have a lot of stage time, you have to project it instead of it maybe coming naturally <laughs> until it becomes natural. That's you know so true. Yeah, that's true, especially in times of COVID right now, because stage time is like none. So none, all, none. all you've been able to do is, I mean, all I've been doing is writing jokes and then just going on Twitter and just running them and then mm. seeing what kind of response I get. I got called a libtard today for the first time. I was very happy about that. A libtard. So, yeah. <laughs> like I've been getting a lot of hard nosed conservative people and I'm not even telling like, like liberal jokes i'm just saying like the joke i made all i said was uh the whoever whoever joe biden's vice president is going to be better be ready to become president <laughs> right right because joe the, biden he's like he's on his last bowl of soup like he, he's yeah. that's great that, that's funny <laughs> that's funny you say bowl of soup we have a we have an ongoing joke on this podcast that we think joe biden is going to die in a bowl of soup like he's just oh, yeah. gonna go. He's gonna go face down in some shredded wheat. <laughs> yeah. just, Joe Biden looks like he's already dead, but no, he, <laughs> like he doesn't know it. Like yeah. he oh, just yeah. looks at him. He looks. He's a, he looks like the tall man in Phantasm or yeah. Phantasm yeah. or whatever. You know the tall yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's, that fucking guy. He's getting somebody's puppeteering him. Like well, he's been, on we strings. Bernie'sing the shit out of this dude yeah. for like the last year and a half at this point. And he's just like still keeping on, keeping on, but. I made, I made that quick little joke. And then this guy just like comes out of the woodwork and he's just like, let me tell you why you're a libtard. And it's just like, yes. 
please, they have, please, please overly state how angry you are that I said something so basic like that. And he went on this like whole page rant and all I said was like, thank you back. <laughs> just yeah. so nothing. I started talking about the Jews. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. He brought, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they, man. they don't know why they're so mad. They just, they just, yeah. they just, they don't have no, re- there's no reason that they should be mad. They're yeah. fueled by out- yeah. They're fueled by outrage and half the time it's not there. Like it's just outrage that they're just creating because they think it needs to stay interesting. And that's how they, it, that's how they keep it interesting. I mean, I don't understand it. Um, I've said this before. I think um, all like, there's nothing that the white man in this country really had to protest for. Like, except the, you know, why are these Indians here? Uh, you know, we're going to get these Indians out of here. That's about it. Like, so like every other group pretty much had something to fight for women uh yeah. you know yeah. minorities yeah everybody had something to fight for i mean you can sit there and say the irish and the italians but you know everybody you know once they got here and ingrained like you know an italian could change his name he's you know whatever his last name and flip it up and become more american the same thing with an irishman so i mean it's just they had nothing they watched they watched women get their rights they watch black people and every other minority march and get their rights what are they marching for masks the gyms can't open Haircuts. Are these real protests to be Haircuts. angry about? There's nothing like they just. There's nothing for them to be mad. Like this yeah. country no, is no. pretty much. Paul Mooney said that. Uh, you know, if he sees a poor white guy, he just cry, he starts crying because he said this himself. That's like that's a waste of good white skin. Like, <laughs> and I'm not saying that to say like it's just easy, but if you know, just whatever troubles a, a white man has to go through. And it's in Israel, every nobody have it easy. We all go through difficulties, but it's ten times for black people. You're not going through somebody else said this. I can't remember who it was, but it was a good point. Someone someone like whatever troubles the white man's going through or a white guy is going through in society or life, it's not because he's white. Yeah. You know, it's it's not starting there. It's not starting because you're a white man. You right. know, right. You know, well, you know, so you just compound that to the African American or the black man. From birth, you've already got a bullseye on your back saying you ain't shit in the system yeah. that you've already been born in was created to keep you down. Yeah. yeah so you've been, you have you've been that. criminalized since you were a kid. And then exactly. So it's yeah. like you ever been on a job interview and you go in there and you just like you see the you see a black person there and you like, holy shit, like I, you know, at least I got a chance. There's one person here. Yeah. And, like, but then you be like, I don't know if they reached their quota. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and don't walk into a place and ask a black person, yo, how'd you get this job? They're going to treat it like it's just cold. Like, I ain't going to tell you this shit. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to be the only time yeah. around here. <laughs> so it's just a whole <laughs> bunch of shit that, you know, it just whatever troubles, it's not because they're white. And, you know, it's a bunch of shit we all go through. Yeah. But as yeah. a minority and, and specifically a black person, mm-hmm. it starts with your skin tone. It starts yeah. with your skin color. Everything yeah, else, you know, <laughs> you know, so they had nothing to fight for. So they're creating shit. They've cre- been creating shit for yeah. forever. We yeah. live, we, yeah. Our society, I mean, but just because it's not just because of I always kind of harken back to it's a, it's because of the Internet. It, it really isn't just because of the Internet. The Internet only only gives it a micro or a megaphone, I should say. A megaphone. And, and it's just but it's a megaphone with somebody that just hasn't had the chance to actually get their point across. So they don't feel heard. So they take that opportunity to finally get heard. 
but most of the time it's never a thought that they've actually gone through and thought about because they that's, just think um, all right this is the first thing it's on my on my mind i'm just gonna toss it out there i mean and yeah. that's what we all do but the, the, the blame the internet is hilarious because it's not like you know 20 years ago motherfuckers were sitting in the chat group like how we gonna hang these niggas today like what we gonna do like <laughs> what we gonna how we gonna get these niggas today and everybody's tweeting and texting each other like i'm around back i'm on the i'm curious side. yeah i'm just like, imagine you know, that shit on twitter like, be like, like what oh the fuck God. is this group all about i mean I, if, if was, i stumble if i stumble upon a reddit forum that looks a little weird i'll be like i don't know if i should click on this <laughs> i'm just i'm gonna click on it just for the sake of a conversation that's yeah. it like yeah just, yeah, no, to your point, like violence has always been here and in and, and, and in today's society, what we have, we just bring in everybody sees it. Like you see what you see the bullshit that happens in this city, in this town. Sometimes because back in the day you might have thought, oh, this shit must just be going on in LA. Or this might just be going down in Mississippi. This might right, be going right. down in, in New York City. But no, it's all the same. Like it's yeah. it's the same bullshit. So now it's the cameras. Because before then it was just you know, your word against whatever's word. Like, no, but, you know, I mean, this shit's been here since since the moment, you know, you know, motherfuckers set foot foot on this land. It's just yeah. been violence. Mm-hmm. And what's frustrating is nothing changes. Nothing. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. You know why? Because it's the system that helped set up. Like, all these older, and I'll just say, you know, it could be bigoted, racist white men that started these companies that wouldn't let black people join. It got powerful. I'm talking about all the mega companies. Now they hand it down to their their sons with their bigoted ideas and their daughters with their bigoted ideas. And it is so ingrained and entrenched in this country that you can't rip the root out because it's so deep. You can't rip it out. All those like look at you just look at the Congress in the in the in the Senate or whatever. It's all mostly old white men or white men. It's just white people always dealing with some shit. Always thinking, um, we know what's best. Like we know what's best. Like. Yeah. It's, it's it's in 2020 like we were really having an issue with him picking a, a black presidential like a woman uh-huh. you know what i'm saying it's really an issue like it was yeah. really an issue like you know what i'm saying I mean, like people would have a problem with it is one of the most qualified people in the world for the job mm-hmm. so i it, mean it, it shouldn't be an issue i mean look at other countries around the world they got women leaders it's just like the this country is so old school with white racist white men ideology uh-huh. That is so funny to me that they sit there, they can sit there and point their hand at the Middle East and say corruption, 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 and the same shit's going on here. Yeah, that's that's like the 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 ego. This ego, that's ego. Like we are better when the United States ain't really no better. Like not I think at all. The only thing that makes the only re- thing that I like this about this country is the Constitution. Other than uh-huh. that, there's probably a whole bunch of other countries that are better to live in. Like you know what I'm saying. But at least here, I know my rights. Like, I don't know yeah. the type of like you know. Other than that, like this country's bullshit too. It's bullshit. Yeah, you know? I don't know, man. Canada's Canada's pretty nice. That's what, it's right next door. There's a reason Canada's is next door. It's just an easy step through. Like, why not? They already yeah. speak English. Yeah, you know yeah. they already speak English. I, you know, us Americans, most of us don't like to learn nothing new. Like in a language, <laughs> it's a hard thing to learn. Yeah. So if you don't speak English. I don't give a fuck. That's that's where my Americanism will yeah. kick in. Like, what the fuck you mean you don't speak English? That's the thing the too. Is like, he speaks English for real. Like, you yeah. never seen you never seen Men in Black. All the aliens speak English. <laughs> that, you know what? That was that's funny you say that because that's a question I have all the time. Is uh-huh. how do these aliens just pick it up that easy? Yeah. Because everybody says when they come to America, like English is like the hardest language to learn. Yeah. If you're coming from another country, 
meanwhile, you got the aliens. They're just coming in, being like, "I got this shit." Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, have so you ever listened? Oh, yeah. I get oh, it. Ahead, it's, a, it's a movie, but like, yeah, nah, you can talk nah, about they're extraterrestrial, saying, like advanced beings. But yeah, they're so advanced, they can probably like osmosis that into your brain. Just absolutely, and you understand exactly what they. I mean, you know, in, you know, English is the hardest language because we have to take it. We yeah. fucking have to. We speak it like we grow up speaking it for the most part, and there's, we still gotta take an English class. Take, yeah, yeah. There, there's something like I had friends that took that were English majors in college, and I'm just like, I was like, for you what? know, I was like, Why? I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait till we get in a war. That's gonna be really helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. You know, their job is in the apocalypse librarian. Yeah. Get to the library. Organize yeah. the books. <laughs> <laughs> just like, why don't you go to the 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 literature? Yeah, the uh, the old world English section and sort A to Z. Uh, and you know what? While you're there, when the zombie apocalypse happens, just let them eat your ass. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, just because maybe it's just because this is that idiotic American thing, but English to me is like easy to read. Like I can't look at Chinese and, and know what the fuck that is. Like if I take a, if I take a line away, does that change the word? Yeah. yeah. Like if I take, yeah. does it really? Whole, it, oh, it changes like Arabic. an entire sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like you gotta you gotta learn how to build a house and write a sentence all in the same motherfucking shit like that is a yeah. bunch of it just looks it looks hard to me to it, me car spells itself car why the fuck yeah. can't you say car well, like, you take it, a line away and suddenly it means I suck dicks for four dollars <laughs> wow <laughs> yep. I did not know that, that. Quick. the whole time that quick. I was just asking her out on a date uh huh <laughs> uh huh and it, tur- it turns out that you've been you've been trying to solicit her for yeah, dick suck. Just, no, no, no. Yeah. You've been yeah. trying to suck her dick for $4. It's <laughs> oh, a wow. house of cards. It's yeah. wow. oh, you, oh, you're in Thailand. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, there you go. A lot of Bangkok dangerous. Bangkok dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bangkok is totally yeah. different. Bangkok is very dangerous. Uh, so, so you've been in the game for a, for 10 years. Little, I mean, yeah, lo- a little longer than I have. Uh, I've been on and off. I would say, I would say continuously I've been doing it for three years. And then mm. off and on probably for for five. Um, okay. But mostly the last two years, I've been consistently doing it um, to the point now where as soon as corona, like, you know, corona came mm. in and I was starting to book shows, like I was actually like going, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm like, I'm not going out on tour, but I was like, I'm booking shows. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, traveling, yeah. I'm traveling to do shows. And I'm like, this is great. Finally get, getting opportunities. And then boom, here comes Corona coming in. With this, you know, long, long, long dick of the law, just really just, fucking up my life, a and lot of shit. yeah, basically ruining everybody's time. So Everybody. that was. So what is your? So what has your been your your thing with it? So obviously you you can't do a, a lot of comedy work. So do you, yeah. are you still like? Are you still trying to write and just like oh, you yeah. run running jokes by people and just be like, does oh. this chef? Does this funny? And and kind of stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, this has been a blessing and a curse. Like, obviously, it's a curse. Um, this, um, people are, you know, dying because of this. And, you know, obviously, we talked about the loss of work, which, you know, can't compare to um, people that have passed with this. But the blessing to me has been that, it, you know, it just allowed me to um, work on my sets and, and, and my jokes and come up with new material. Um, you know, um, had a lot of good shows that were uh, that were canceled. You know, the DC Comedy Festival was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, I was telling you guys about this this other, the ABFF joint. I mean, but, you know, it just, it's, 
it allowed me to work on my set and become, um, you know, just write more. Obviously, you gotta you gotta keep writing, and and I run them by. I I I got a, a group of select people that I'll jot my jokes to because, you know, um, you know, as a comic, you know, you gotta hold your jokes close to your vest until you get there because you know. People out there will, will take your joke and be like, oh, I didn't do it. Like, there's been many a times where I stopped myself from posting on Facebook because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to save this one. And, you know, I just I just tuck it away because, you know, if you post it on social media, you're throwing it up for chance. Somebody mm-hmm. else, right, right, right. you know, switch it. Yeah, it essentially comes up. It, come, it becomes up for grabs. But the other thing, too, with social media is that you do kind of have that, that, that timestamp. Timestamp and the cookie crumbs, so you can just basically be like, "No, I said that shit like last right, year." Right, right, right. And here's my evidence. So you have that as like your back pocket. So if somebody does want to do some some shady shit, you can be like, "Listen, like I said this, and yeah. you might have said it on stage, but believe believe me, I'm gonna say that too, and people are gonna know where it came from." Yeah. And also, I mean, also a, a, a comedian or somebody that's been in or around the game for a long time told me, like, uh, you know, if you, you, if someone you know steals your joke, you know write another. If you can't write another joke, then you shouldn't be. In the then game. you shouldn't be doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that that doesn't justify someone taking your joke, but it just lets you know that just constantly keep creating. It also, instead of writing jokes per se, just talk about your life because can't nobody uh-huh. steal your life? Like the the experiences you have in life and and, and just how your your viewpoint on life instead of so much like jokes, jokes, jokes. Because, you know, someone can take a joke, but can't nobody take your life. Uh-huh. And, um, it, you know, it, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just write more that way. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, try to do more anecdote stuff. Just like, yeah, they, yeah. I try to, th- I, I'm trying to get better at kind of threading the two. While like, you know, making a joke about a, a horrible situation. Because, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of shit. So I feel like it just, you take all that and you just kind of turn it all in. Yeah. Find the joke I- at the end of the day. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I've I've learned that um, you know, if you can't if it can't be funny, don't say it. Like mm-hmm. we sometimes us as as amateurs, and even though I've been doing it ten years and, and a few TV credits, I still I don't consider myself a pro yet. I'm not doing this as a living. I'm still grinding it, and, and I you know obviously I've been fortunate to get you know two TV credits, but it doesn't you know really make me any better than the next comedian, you know. Um, but, uh, you're better than me, just so you know, <laughs> but you've got two but more, can, you've got two more TV credits than I do. Okay. <laughs> Arguably the but, funniest uh, guy here right now. Uh, <laughs> Arguably. But, uh, we do a roast battle right now. No, I'm just kidding. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but when you, when we look at professionals, the pros that's been doing it a long time, they do, they do, they'll do, uh, pop culture or, or, or newsworthy or, or tragic stuff and make it funny and make it seem easy, but they've been doing it for 20 plus years. And, you know, for somebody like us, like, it's like, I don't know if I can make this funny, but they make it sound funny. So um, my only thing is, you know, I would, if you're gonna say, if anybody's gonna say anything that's that can be considered, just make it funny. Rape could be funny. Like, I can't tell a funny rape joke, so I'm not going to tell nobody out, but I've seen funny rape jokes. I'm, you know, yeah. it doesn't make rape funny, but you know, we see if it's done right, you fucking laugh. Like you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's how I say it. Like I can't do one. I'm not there yet. I would touch it, but uh-huh. you know, there's there's comedians that can do it and they do it yeah. very well. There's some <laughs> yeah, that just, yeah. there's some that make that the focal point of their act, and it's just like wow, that is just did 15 minutes of rape jokes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, that might be too much rape. 
That might be too much rape, but yeah. um, is it enough? <laughs> I, is, it, <laughs> is it enough? <laughs> is it enough? Never too much. Yeah. So <laughs> no, but I I have noticed that that you can really find the humor in anything if you look for it, and I think it just depends on the person. So, I mean, we talk a lot about buttered up boy bottoms on this podcast, and <laughs> what? Huh? What? <laughs> oh, buttered up boy bottoms. You never heard of them? No, what the fuck is a buttered up boy bottom? <laughs> what do you think a buttered up boy bottom is? So, <laughs> is it, I guess that's how you answer that question up. You exactly. Just, just leave, it up, you leave it up in the air. Our fan, boy, our fan base tends to enjoy it because we call ourselves the wine boys. So somehow we found the homoeroticism in it. <laughs> okay. They okay, think I, it's funny. I and, you know, some we just biscuits. I it. thought it was a funny name for biscuits. You can, you call, it a, you can call it a biscuit if yeah. you want. If you actually well, refer to that, like... Hey, if thank, you want to butter yeah. a biscuit, you go ahead. Thanksgiving this year, there's a if there's an oven full of biscuits, just go up there and, and just turn on the light in the oven and just be like, some good-looking buttered up boy biscuits in there. Yeah. <laughs> and just see just see the... Like, you gauge the room. Because you, you actually, there you go. I mean, you gauge the room as comedians, yeah. too. You I mean, you kind of got to get a feel for your... You know gotta your audience. Know your, yeah, say, know your audience. So if, like, you know, mom gives you a weird look, you know, maybe not tell it in front of her. Maybe. But, like, <laughs> but then you go up to your cousin who just turned 18 and you say the same thing and he'll go, that's some funny shit right there. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it's just the, it, it's the audience. Or no, if no. you're me, it's totally inappropriate. You just double down. I, uh, yeah. You, sometimes you just got, you got to diet on the hill yeah. that you run up sometimes. And you just, yeah, okay. <laughs> you're, you're going up that tree mm-hmm. and you, but you might, you figure out how to get down. Yeah. Get your, <laughs> just get your grandma going about like gay people. Just something <laughs> to your grandma will say something just outlandish. Like, there's yeah. something wrong with the brains. Like, <laughs> there's something wrong with the brains. <laughs> you know, tonight, tonight, you know, or like in the next time you speak to your, you know, your mom or anybody like that, just bring up the song WAP and, and WAP. Or WAP and see and see what WAP. she says. Yeah, and WAP. then just have the conversation about that and see where it goes. Let's yeah. see how she feels about it. Because- I'll ask my mom. <laughs> my, my mom's just hilarious. Mom, mom, do you know what this means? And if she flat out just like says, "Oh yeah, wet ass pussy," and you're just like, "Shh, okay, <laughs> that's my shit." <laughs> would your mom say that? What did my mom say to that? What What would your mom Would your mom say wet ass pussy? No, I don't think she would. I if I I would start it with like, I would preface it by saying it's a rap song. So I'd be like, mom, it's a rap song. Yeah, I'd be like, mom, I'm listening. I'm listening. Been listening to this song. Um, it's called. Uh, it's just called WAP. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she'd probably be like, okay. And then she's like, she knows that I'm probably telling her a joke. So she'd be like, what does that mean? I'd be like, well, what do you think it means? And she'll probably come up with something like, like, I don't know, like, like white ass poverty or something like that. (laughs) Or like, like, you might just say WAP. You might just call it WAP. There's a song called WAP. And then it's called WAP. And there's, there's some thing, holes though, that... in this house. There's some holes <laughs> in this house. What if music... she started twerking? What if she started twerking? Would that throw you off? Uh, yeah, I would never visit her ever. Uh, <laughs> if your mom started twerking? Yeah, because she, my mom, <laughs> throw her off, I just man. throw, I hearken back to the old. Uh, then your father ran down and said, yo, I remember this joint. And they all <laughs> <started> <laughs> it would totally throw you thank, off. Yeah, thank you for assuming that my dad's around, so I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. I just thought you were white. I just it's, thought, it, you know what? And that's, and that's, it's funny. See, I'm just saying, I check my privilege and I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, I check my privilege at the door, and it's just like, listen. All you know? I'm saying is, there's two of us here. One of us had their father in their life. 
You'll so ne- I'm saying you'll never guess. Who. Never guess. <laughs> no. Well, I can assume now. We're going against all social <laughs> yeah, norms. Now you know. We go yeah, against yeah. all social norms on this podcast. Oh man, we throw a wrench in everything. My dad was black. Crazy, right? No, yeah, hilarious. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. That's no. You wear it well. You thank wear you. It well. Yeah, you thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I I have uh, nothing. The only thing black that I've ever had in my life are, are jeans and shoes. So and that shirt. <laughs> right, and this, shirt. Shirt. this is blue, I think. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah. Oh, it looks black on my Cheap camera. Cheap camera. Yeah, Cheap bad, bad yeah. camera. <laughs> all, all blues look black. I see all the blue in that damn blanket, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, right. yes, you do, because grandma make that. My grandma. <laughs> oh, grandma, yeah, exactly. Grandma the same that. grandma that yeah. told me there was something wrong with their brains. Yes. Oh, for That's real? a true story. Uh, <laughs> her, uh, her textile game's on point. Like, she, hey, but the good thing is, you know, there's something might be wrong with her brains in the next five or ten years. She <laughs> might get Alzheimer's. I'm just, I'm just messing with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing. No, with it, it. listen. <laughs> like, who brains are scrambled now, Grandma? I mean, for real though, like st- she's in her 80s. Statistics would show, and let's, I'm just let's like, put it where the goats can get it. Let's. <laughs> Who's, yeah. Whose brains are scrambled now, Grandma? That would be a, <laughs> just imagine. Yeah. Once, once the yeah. I'm just messing once, with you, bro. Once, the, <laughs> once, <laughs> once the cheese starts sliding off her cracker, like you can start asking her a lot of questions. Like, mm-hmm. ask her about things that she wouldn't normally talk about, and just oh, be like, man. Grandma, what was just the word like? Programmer. <laughs> Yeah, just reprogram her. Yeah. Just reprogram her. She's pro gay. She's pro on it. Just reprogram her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She has a clean slate in her brain, bro. You can fill it whatever you want. <laughs> wow. I never thought of it that way. She just she, you you work with people with Alzheimer's, so like you know this shit. She'll come so out the got... she'll come out the room like I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so how many old people have you had singing Montel Jordan songs? None of them. But they love Frank Sinatra. They love they Frank always, Sinatra. Well, yeah. Every they, old person loves Frank Sinatra. Yeah. You play, play, play some, you know, play some Frank, you know, Frank Sinatra. They're, 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 they're back in their, they're back in their, okay. uh, you know, saying their, their mind, man. They're back there. Damn. They singing Frank Sinatra songs with like tears in their eyes. Now they're just, they just, they just, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't know. I mean, they, they they're don't just, know. They're just, they they're found just comfort. Joint, yeah, they, that's yeah, their it's comfort. It's a voice that they know. Yeah, it's a voice that they know. You understand what I'm saying? It's a voice uh-huh. that they know. Uh, sometimes it can be difficult sometimes because sometimes, uh, you know, like, they, they may be, uh, I found, uh, there's a few, I found this one resident just walking through the hallways crying or, or worrying because she, she left her kids at home. That's all she, it's a storm outside. She left her kids at home. There's nobody there to watch them. Like, you wow. know what I'm saying? So you have, yeah, you gotta, and this will happen two or three times a week. So you just have to say, no, they're fine. They're home. You talk to your husband. Everybody's there. And then, you know, she's like, okay. And then, and then there's been times where, uh, like, their family members will come in and they're all having a good time. And, and then the family members will leave. And, and then five minutes later, they're like, um, um, yeah, I'm wait, uh, they didn't come see me today or some. So, I mean, but, you know, it, it's, 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 it's crazy because I, I never worked around that. I never worked in yeah, that type yeah. of field. So I, you know, to, yeah, we all know what Alzheimer's was, but to see it and experience it with people, like, like I was saying before, like, you know, the residents were cool. They're some of the nicest people. Like, you can't hold it. Like, even though in one minute y'all lovey dovey and naked, y'all could be, you know, they could hate you for whatever reason. The next and then the next, so you don't never take nothing personal when you're working with them because they're all, you know, they're all good people. And at the end of the day, we all see ourselves because we're all going to get old. You understand right, what I'm saying? Right. God, mm-hmm. God willing, like we're all going to get old. So it's like. You're dealing with somebody's uh, grandmother, mom, 
you know what I'm saying? Somebody so, you know, he's just like, oh, man, like, I, I don't want that for me because I've seen it close up. And it, it, it's crazy. But at the end of the day, like, we're all going to reach there, God willing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just worried, like, having to relive constantly. My kids are home alone and it's right. a storm outside. Like, and I have to relive that, like, two, three times every week, basically I mean, until I just fizzle out. Hey, man, it, it's crazy. And there's one one thing, I one, one story I'll tell you. Um, real quick, they might forget a lot of things, but they don't forget about they don't forget about how horny they get. I tell you that much. It was, <laughs> man, there was this this there's this woman resident that came in there. Like I don't want to judge her, but I don't know where she was loosey goosey way back in the day or not. Probably but was said, whatever part of her brain you know that was there. That part was definitely there. Like I don't know what left, but that part stayed. Like okay. she was a freak. She was a freak. Like she would, like she would, you know, try to. She would flirt with the male, with the male residents. And there's this one male resident that they, I guess, they had a connection. Like he must have remembered what it was like, and so whatever. And then one time, like we caught, we caught, we caught them in the. I didn't personally catch them, but somebody I was with caught them in the room, and she was giving them fellatio. She was giving them head. Damn. That was awkward. Because <laughs> when that happens, listen, when that happens, you have to notify their their families. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you, so gotta tell, you gotta tell this woman's daughter that your mother, your mother, your fucking mother, their grandchild. Yeah, you know, Nana. Yeah, Nana's yeah. in there popping, you know, got it all in her <laughs> balls. Got somebody's balls in her mouth. Yeah. It, it, Nana was, and, Nana's just so gargling balls. Nana was servicing Francis <laughs> in the exactly. back room. Like, and the thing is, like, once we caught him, like, we had to do all that, and then, like, you got to separate him, right? But the thing yeah, is, yeah. he might, the dude might have Alzheimer's, but he never forgot his balls being licked because they would always still try to slide off. And we yeah, would catch yeah. him and stop him, and he'd be mad, like, oh, oh, like, he, he'd be like, you motherfuckers play hating. Like, he wouldn't say hating, <laughs> but his actions was, but everything he did was like, you me. Like, he'd have his hands, you know how fellas be like, hey, hands on it. And they crash like they about to get something. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like he'd be mad and shit. Like, yeah. we couldn't allow that. But that was that was an experience right there. That lady was she would she was a trip, man. Um, she was a trip. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. the conversation with their like. That's the one thing you never want to know mm -hmm. is like how you how you were conceived or like anything your parents did. Yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it regardless. I, I don't want to get. I don't want to make that phone call. I kind of do because I think it'd be funny as fuck. Like, like I want to be in the room, but I don't want to make the phone call. I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I want to start that conversation like very serious, and then uh, and then start and start just throwing out a lot of like slang with it. So just be like, uh, I'll "Hello, is this, yeah, story. is this Bernice's is this Bernice's daughter?" Yeah. So <laughs> your your mother was chopping down a cherry tree with, with Francis, <laughs> and uh, and she was uh, I don't know how to put this lightly, but she was. Uh, you familiar with how smooth eggs are? <laughs> well, she had two of them in her mouth, and <laughs> hilarious. Like, I, I can imagine that. Story. Um, we were living in me and my girlfriend were living in this apartment. It's two family, two story, two family house, and uh -huh. there was this lady that stayed below us, older lady. And I seen her one time. I, I seen her standing outside her door, or coming outside her door. When she was standing outside her door, she was dressed. And I was like, uh, "What's wrong? You need a ride?" She like she's late for work. So I, you know, I took her to work. I took her. She said she worked at, at, at the VA hospital over here, right? So I dropped her okay. off at the mm -hmm. VA hospital. 
And then come to find out, her family was looking for her. Like, she had Alzheimer's. She had dementia. Like, she had retired oh, from that place 20 years ago. Oh, like, shit. she still thought she had to go to work. And I didn't know, like, she had retired. I dropped this lady off and right. left. You're just being a good go neighbor. Work. And then come to find out, <laughs> Doris then retired 20 years ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who fucking... Like I could imagine, none of her coworkers were there. It's old. She no. was like, she probably, yeah. she probably immediately went to room five three. Miss Johnson been left. She done been passed away. Yeah. <laughs> but, What's her name? You know, actually, I, Doris. No, no. no, no <laughs> well, no. we're just coming up with these like stereotypical old lady names. Yeah, old lady names. You <laughs> know, Bernice yeah. and Doris. Agnes uh, retired twenty years ago. <laughs> Got to protect the innocent. Got to protect the innocent. Uh, but, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was just one of those things where I felt bad, but I didn't know. Like I didn't no, know. They, you didn't I know. just, I just, you know, I didn't want it was the ageism. I wasn't gonna be like Doris. You know, you too old to go to work. Sit back in there and collect your social security. I didn't say that to her. I thought she was an able-bodied woman. Yeah, that was going to, had a part-time job at the hospital. Yeah, Come you were just being out. a good neighbor. Felt good about yourself. <laughs> good about myself, and then I felt ended real up almost. Good. She got lost. I almost ended up. She almost Doris almost got lost because of me. <laughs> Damn, they found Doris walking across 690. <laughs> no, but she did get in her car. That's how I they found out. That's how ah, they had to take her keys because she yeah, had went shit. driving, but she she stopped. Like I think she had stopped somewhere in the middle of something. It was something that she was in her car. And it, that's when they that's when it really came out then. But I mean you was that was close to home. Was you there? That was close. <laughs> nah, just I know the area. Mm. Yeah, from we're from these streets. Yeah, <laughs> these streets speak to us. We know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. That's uh, that's unfortunately hilarious. Uh, like a lot that of is funny. That is really, <laughs> I can't get I can't get the having the conversation with with, with grandma's yeah. daughter exactly. out, of my, the out daughter, of my mind. Um, you thought she like, it's gonna ru- it's, it's not. You know, I'm just thinking about the how the day inevitably when I have to put my mom in a home mm-hmm. and if I, if I ever have to have that conversation, I'm going to lose it. Oh, you're going to get a phone call about your mom. <laughs> that, thank you're, you. Thank you yeah. so much. Who, uh, who would say you would have to have a conversation with your mom? Like it would be you at summer camp. Like, all right, now doors, no fondling balls. You're yeah. past that stage of your life now. Yeah. Just watch, yeah. just watch, you know, watch the home garden network. And just Are you relax. ever past it though? Uh, I don't know. We I gotta mean, wait. I'm, I'm saying popular. That's all I'm saying. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We all gotta get there and find out. Yeah. I'm closer than y'all, but shit. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually yeah. like to know that story. Uh we'll we'll still be doing the, the podcast, hopefully still yeah, when, when, like... when you're in the home. Uh and we can have <laughs> those conversations and be like, Travis, how's it actually going? And then, you know, as long as you're still you still got a wit, you know, a wit about you. You just be like, I gotta uh, tell you though, uh, uh, Mar- bitches in here, Martha, like- Martha <laughs> down in in four oh four. I mean, she she's looking luxurious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope I go blind by that point. Trust me, I don't see anything worthwhile I'm- at that age. I'm sorry, I don't. Listen, if I'm, we can. It's really I'm just Netflix thinking. and chill at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, though, like, okay, you you were saying that the older people, like, you put on Frank Sinatra or whatever, and it just takes them back to that point in life, right? Yeah, they'll start they'll start singing along with it. Yeah. Okay. 
So in there was this one article I read a while back, and I actually did talk about it on the podcast that the most influential music in your life um, is the music that you, your favorite music from when you were about 13, 14 years old. That's when you first start puberty. That's when um, you're basically starting to develop your own sensibilities about you. This is when you're coming of age. You're starting to kind of understand who you are um, mixed with, understanding what they're actually talking about in music so i'm just imagining what music would take me back to that place in life like when i'm you know like let's say i'm 80 years old and i have alzheimer's oh you already know it's gonna be whatever the fuck the shit they playing now like i don't how old are you for you know we gotta go back like 30 30 90s hip-hop is my shit like 90s okay hip-hop era, that's that's my era i mean early 2000s and you know but but really yeah. That goes to your point right there. Anything as a kid, like for me, the 80s movies, there's nothing better than the 80s movies. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Nothing better than me than a good, watching a good 80s movie, uh, uh-huh. 90s, you know what I'm saying? That time period to me, like, uh, so I, to, your, to your point, anything that you, like, I have a, a thing where uh, it's hard for me to, uh, any comedian that I watched, because I, I grew up a fan as comedians. Okay. So like my favorite comedians are like, uh, you know, George Carlin, yeah, he, you know, you know, what I'm saying he's like a Eddie Murphy, um, um, stuff like that. I, it's hard for me to put anybody past them, even if I, even like, even a Cat Williams who I I started watching him in my 20s, but yeah. as you were saying, it's too late at that point. Like, you know, it's nothing yeah. going to take away from from your childhood or for anything from your youth. Like, no Listen, matter how good it is, it's uh-huh. not. Dave Chappelle doing Rick James is like the peak of comedy for me. Okay, I was, we were what 13 14 that was when yeah that came so out? we were yeah we were probably 13 14 yeah, years yeah. old yep. so when that first came out like that's how you knew dave Chappelle. That's yeah, how yeah. Gonna do to dave Chappelle. Like, i'm rick yeah. james bitch yeah. like yeah the nutty professor but i was a little younger for that but yeah dave Chappelle doing i'm rick james bitch is like the that. funniest thing in the world to me that and like the prince sketch yeah yeah i mean shit i seen dave Chappelle on before that like deaf comedy jam yeah. And then his HBO. I mean, I'm I'm a little older than y'all, so so yeah. For, to your point, yeah. Like Dave Chappelle is. It's like when you first see him, like Eddie Murphy. I obviously mm-hmm. didn't grow up like he's the first comedian I saw. Like from okay. I remember from the '80s. Like to your point, like I just grew up hearing about him in the '80s. I had a, I've got an older brother, the Raw. Then of obviously uh-huh. see coming to America, 48. Hours. Like you see all this. So to me, Eddie Murphy is the greatest. Now other people have a different mm-hmm. opinion, but. To y'all, to, to like you said, that was my introduction. Then, it, you know, yeah, me, yeah, you know, everything else flows from there. Okay, because I would say for me, like the first real introduction to stand-up comedy was probably like Comic View. Mm. But I don't I know if I was every single quiet. day. I say Comic View. Was I love, shit. No, you Comic couldn't View. Have been. I love yeah, Comic yeah, View. But yeah. when I was old enough to really get it, was probably like the original Kings of Comedy. Like, that's when I was really, like, old enough to get it. And I was probably, like, 11, 12 at the time when that came out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm just dated myself. And I was, like, I was, like, I was like 20-something years old. But, so, uh, yeah. no, nah, that's cool. <laughs> no, nah, but, we like did, you said, we, like... We didn't get to choose when we came out. No, like, no, no. That's no. <laughs> well, a blessing. Everybody, everybody, <clears throat> you know, everybody sit there and say, yeah, I wish I was younger. No, nah, everybody came out. I'm happy where I'm at in life, bro, where I came out. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember Def Jam was the shit, and then Comic View came out every day from 6 yeah. to 8 on BET. And just yeah. being a fan of comedy and not knowing that one day I would do comedy. Like, I didn't never grow up wanting to be a comedian. That wasn't my thing. Right, I was right. always a fan. I wanted to play football. 
and I was, you know, sports was my thing, but mm-hmm. to just one day actually, you know, meet some of the comedians and work with some of the comedians and, and just, uh, just understand it. They make it look easy, but it's not, you know, it's a lot of work involved in, in, in five minutes, let alone an hour. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing to, yeah. to that. It's weird to me that you see somebody I, I, I grew up watching on TV and then be right across from them. It's just weird. I'm a fan first. Like I tell every, every yeah. last comedian that, that I see growing up on TV, I meet them, I let them know. I'm, I'm a fan first, so I got to say this first, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of giving some of their flowers while they're here because I never meet, may meet this person again. So I just want right, to let them right. know, man. Blah, 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 man. I think you're funny, man. I remember this. And, and it's just an honor and a blessing. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing it in a, in a, in a, in the right way. I mean, you're, you always pay your, when you say you not only pay your dues, but you, you respect the craft. You understand mm. that this person is a big reason why you're doing it. So you Absolutely. really kiss the ring. Like you really do. It's like, listen, listen, I'm here because I like, I loved what you did. And it was just something that resonated with me when I was young. And it just, mm. I mean, that's how it was. I recall like my first instances of comedy was actually like Def Comedy Jam because my dad mm. had an HBO subscription and I used to sneak. Oh, where? And watch the Def Jam? Oh, so yeah. So you introducing niggas. Just a seven, eight year old kid dad, just like doing. Dad, what's a nigga? Dad, what's a nigga? Just asking <laughs> uncomfortable questions at a young age. Dad, why are you the stool? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it was, and honestly though, I caught a uh, first thing was Bernie Mac. And it was that those the, the really really like loud T-shirts and the I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. The fuck and, I'm, is, yeah. and I'm just like, yes, I love this guy. <laughs> and then Martin, and then it became Martin Lawrence right after that. Yeah, the and best host of Def Jam history, the number one host. Martin of Lawrence, Def Jam. He really. Was. Martin Lawrence murdered was the best, murdered the best host yes. during as an MC, the best yes. ever, and it like, ever. Like and it, it's not even close. They've had a few Hardy hosts. Wasn't better. Steve Harvey no. was not better. No. Martin Lawrence was none the, of them. Martin Lawrence said it all. He was the MC of of all time. In a, I think just any host of any comedy show still to this day. Like he just uh-huh. he just just absolutely killed it. I, but I really yeah. feel though like Martin Lawrence is really under incredibly underrated. Yeah, as, underrated as, a, as stand-up. a stand-up. Yeah, I think he oh, really yeah. is. I, I I mean, you get like like run tell that and like all of those kind of like late. You, you so crazy. You so yeah, crazy. Oh, those are like those are. You so crazy was the first one. When it was those are so crazy. Years, was the first. Yeah, yeah you're so crazy. Come out was it like two thousand two? I think. Yeah, you, yeah, you so crazy came out first, and then I think run tell that came out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, run tell yeah. that wasn't a bad wasn't a bad hour. Like I actually, no, I liked it. It was no, a good hour, but watch him like mid, like early mid nineties. That's yeah. what that's that's Martin Lawrence. That's, that's Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I was mean, just, you know, you know. no, it's, it's awesome, man. Like you know, that's that's the thing, man. Um, it's like an athlete. Like you know, it's like they always talk about Sugar Ray Robinson, but you had to watch him when they didn't have no cameras. Like he was by the time they put the TV camera on, he was good, but he was old by that point. Yeah, right, Martin right. Was old. But by the time he got his specials, he was a different comedian than yeah, when he was yeah. when he started out. So, yeah. you know, especially during the hour, doing an hour, hour and a half, doing a special like that, mm-hmm. it's got to be like movie. It's got to be like That's stories. Yeah. It's got to yeah, be a whole yeah. bunch of shit instead yeah. of just picking on somebody in the audience doing some like it's got to be a whole 
Like, yeah, hey, you, I mean, you're not doing an hour's worth of crowd work. Like, I know. <laughs> what I think I with comedians, though, is that you don't necessarily have a prime. Like, you can always get better. As Absolutely. long as you're still mentally sharp, Absolutely. like, you can constantly get better, and but you got to want it. You got to want it. And that's what I was uh, thinking about when, when, when Zach was sitting there saying he was in and out. And I was saying, like, comedy's a marathon. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, it's not like uh, athletics where you understand where your athletic, um, you know, power is between these right. ages. Like, if you don't, yeah, if you're yeah. not making it by this point, you know, you got to go get a job. You know, yeah, yeah, it's know. time to get out the game. So yeah, yeah. 22 yeah. to 33. Yeah. Like, that's your yeah, window, buddy. That's your window, buddy. So, um, but comedy, yeah, you could go in and go out and, and come back and get better and find your lane. It's, you know, it's all about getting better because, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, nobody. There's no science to it. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, so like you know, everybody's going for the same thing. You just, you know, you know, every. Uh, it's just a marathon. Right. I mean, you mentioned George Carlin earlier, and I mean, arguably, he was doing some of his best stuff when he was toward the end of his life. Oh man, his, uh, his he owned the '80s with his HBO specials. He owned yeah, the man. '80s, man. His it was so funny, man. It was so hilarious. And even even in the '80s, when I was a young kid, like uh, you know eight, nine, ten years old, I would sit there and watch these specials on HBO. And then, you know, obviously, you transition to the 90s, and Chris Rock was one of my yeah. uh, five five favorite, you know, one of the great comedians and one of my five favorite comedians. He he did, he did was like the Carlin of the 90s with the way he had his HBO specials. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was just a joy to sit there. Like, his Black People versus Niggas bit is probably one of the best <laughs> yes. bits ever. Because ever. Yes. I know yeah. a lot of people didn't like it, but it was true. It was so fucking true. It was so I mean, during that time. During that time when you know niggas would just shoot up the movie theater because of this is when they ha- used to have the hood movies come out, the black yeah. movies like Juice, and it would be a theme to go out and see Juice or fucking uh, Set It Off or or Fresh yeah. or any of these urban movies that that come on BT late night now. That was the theme back then. Like I'm talking about. Black people from 15 to all, like 27 would just be at the movie theater. You know what movie they was going to see. There's yeah, not yeah. much bullshit, but that that bit right there is a classic bit. And he had other funny bits, like the, the Columbine bit. They, You know, when the kids yep. shot up the school and they trying to blame everything. And Chris Pratt was like, what fucking happened to crazy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. fuck happened to crazy? Like, so Chris Rock, <laughs> yeah, Chris Rock on the 90s and, and everything in between. Yeah. And, and, and just... And not really understanding that I was going to be doing it one day. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin is another is another, another go. underrated. Very another underrated. go. I, another yeah, I was going to say when somebody tells me somebody told me the other day that they did not like Eddie Griffin. Again, like, the I, fuck out. And I said yeah, his movies weren't great. Undercover Brother is a great movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Man very look low, so nasty. Yeah, very <laughs> low key, fa- phenomenal Dave Chappelle performance in that movie as well. <laughs> 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 That that movie is uh, is outrageous, but it's no, uh, that but- <laughs> one bit Eddie Griffin did about what was it like four different types of black people? Yes, that's him. Yeah, that that's- is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, true. Like it, it honestly takes Chris Rock's like niggas versus black people bit, and it just right. expands it. Expands it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I don't re- I don't remember it, but Eddie Griffin is a is a fucking beast. Underrated. He doesn't get a lot of the. I guess credit or or, or or fame. Like if you're shouting out uh, top comedians, sometimes his name doesn't get mentioned. But Eddie Griffin is yeah. definitely a piece. Yeah. Another one who who passed away. Uh, Patricia O'Neill is a fucking. Oh uh, yeah, Patricia is one of my favorites. Yeah, he's, uh, brilliant. 
brilliant. I'm, I'm talking about, about rape jokes and jokes. A that lot you feel of my favorite can't... comics are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of them, almost all of them. <laughs> well, I hope I don't become one of your favorite comedians. I hope we just keep this. Yeah, one you're, right. Going. you're right. I'm the. Uh, <laughs> Let's keep this going. Every yeah, every every person I come in contact with dies. I guess. Uh, it's just, it just is what yeah, it is. So, um, my but, my favorite things with Patrice though were hearing like episodes of him on what was it on Opie and Anthony? Oh, Opie and Andy and just yeah. hearing his viewpoint. Him. He's yeah. brilliant. He's smart. He's in, yes. he's uh he's introspective or what's the word I'm looking yeah, for? It's here. Introspective. Like, introspective. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. right. And hearing him on that that is fucking incredible. All those old you, Opie bits that he did he, him. Him and Jim Norton when they used to kind of like oh, answer yeah. back and yeah. forth. That was yeah. you that could was tell, great. You could tell they first of all, you could tell they're all great friends. They all have great yes. relationships because the way yeah. they joke and crack on each other. Like no yeah, yeah. nobody really takes it personal. And when they do get in an argument, it's never really serious or, or taken it any far. But yeah. have you seen that 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 Patricio Bill or Patrice when he's on Fox and they're talking about the Rutgers basketball? No. Did you see when he, uh, you have to Google Patricio Nail Fox News. He's, t- he's 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 sitting aside wow, a lady. I say, see if you can pop it up. Let me see if I can he, find this right now. Yeah, please do. He's shooting this lady down. He even has the Fox News host cracking up. Like it's when hey, Don, uh, remember when Don Imus called the, the lady. Yeah, we literally just talked about this. Um, so, so I think last week. Is, <laughs> oh, producer is talking about this, and he has. I guess he has a feminist on there, uh-huh. and they're sitting, and he's like, and he's he's like, oh man, he's making her look. He's just, I don't know, he's just hilarious. And he's just making her look, is he making her look stupid? Yeah, he's making her look stupid. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Yeah, Hold yeah. on, is this, is this it right here? Hold on. Is, is it the... Is this it? Let's yes. See. Yes. I, I think it's... Is, is he wearing the Mariner's hat in this one? Yes. No, that's a Yankees that hat. Is it a Yankees hat? That's a Yankees hat. Hold on. No, he's, he did something with a Mariner's hat. My internet's hat. doing a lot right so, now. So, next up on the chopping block, XM Satellite Radio DJs Opie and Anthony. They're under fire now for airing joking uh, comments yeah. about yep. raping yeah, Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Will they be the next to go? Is radio cleaning house after the IMUS debacle with me now new city president yeah, yep. now this is, this new city hilarious. president sonia osario she took part in a recent protest calling for radio stations to stop <laughs> stop supporting negative language in music wait. and talk radio wait, and wait. also our favorite stand-up comic patrice o'neill oh, thank you sir patrice uh are ona next i hope not i hope jv i wish jv and elvis didn't lose their job or imus it's funny this is the thing I have I don't know her, but I'm a, I'm assuming that she has nothing to do with funny. So I'm gonna speak as the expert on funny. Funny people should just be left to trying to be funny. What if, what if they're not funny? Then you made a mistake. But how many? Listen, how many times has an unfunny? How many? unfunny rape jokes lead to rape. Like I don't know how many jokes about rape there are. There's a lot. But your your world is not funny. Your world is next next on the big story. My world is people trying to be funny. Well, I mean, you, you think it's okay to try to make jokes about rape? I'm diabetic. I make fun of that. I'm a victim. I might lose a toe. But I'm trying to make fun of I'm trying to make fun of anything I, I think I can make fun of. Sonia? You know... What's happening now is the marketplace okay. is deciding what's so, so appropriate nervous. or what's not appropriate. It's, I think the nation mom. is just tired. There's a new is, mood in the nation. What nation? The nation. What? You know what? We're tired of things that it's are just the nation is paper and you. I'm, the, I'm not the nation. I'm just speaking for me and funny. You're speaking for the nation or you're speaking for. Yeah. You know why? Because 
I remember six years ago doing a, something against Anthony Openey because they were just so outrageous and their violent images to that you. they put out to women was just uncalled for. And now, now, I think people... You think they were trying to be funny? I think now people... In Do this you country, think they were trying to be funny? Tire, you know what? I don't care if they're trying to be funny. That's what I'm saying. Tell you Why are you in that business? I've been to your show once, and it wasn't very funny being a woman. It was hilarious. Show, when you talked about... <laughs> That's why she doesn't like me. I was in the paper with her, and the joke is hilarious. called The Angry Pirate. And the lady who wrote it in, in her outrage didn't even know what it meant. And anybody who read it laughed because they know what funny... You're not living in the context of funny. You're living All in the context of fire. All have every right to be as funny as they want. <laughs> They can go out and try to be as funny as they want, make as much. I think about this from like, what would it be like now? Like, It'd be the imagine, same shit. No, 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 no. It wouldn't be just the same. It would be like, like ten times worse. You think so? Yeah, because it, it, man, obviously, I just got fired for uh, making a horrible, you know, nappy headed. Uh, yeah, making a that. horrible yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. statement. That may, I mean, that statement wouldn't fly even in two thousand, let alone two thousand seven. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be 20, calling any black women nappy-headed hoes. Yeah, if but I, was in, white in that, I know. I, but that's the thing. Is like we've we talked about this on the podcast, and and I said honestly, this is the only excuse I have for the guy is he was born during a racist time, <laughs> and like that's all I got. That's the only excuse I can make for the guy. Well, you know what probably would have happened to Don Imus had this happened like recently, the the nappy-headed hoes thing. I'm sure. Well, obviously, would have. Oh, they would have found a rape allegation from like 20 years ago. <laughs> That's what would have happened to Diamond. I mean, listen. He touched um, me inappropriately back in 2001. <laughs> it's like, ah, I knew it. I'm not saying they were hoes, but they were definitely nappy at it. But how else you going to play basketball? <laughs> you, don't, you don't play basketball in the S curl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your shit has to be it's a little bit say, dry. Uh, it's got to be a little bit, you know. It, yeah, those those gyms are not very well insulated yeah, anymore. I mean, you especially. Yeah, you'll you ever been? Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been to the, the Rutgers Athletic Complex Just before? That is, a, that is a warm arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of humidity there. Yeah. going to sweat it out. Not gonna call them hoes though. No, that that that's the one I had the problem with is when he when he had a kick in the hoes comment as well. It's just like, oh, now he's just being a bigot. All right, yeah, let's yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Let's get this guy yeah. the fuck out of here. No. Too much racism for me today. Let's get him out of here. Patrice was a legend. Yeah. So, I legend, love, legend, this, legend. Does this keep going and it keeps getting more awkward? Yeah, it, like, it does. Go, go to it does. The, An- another to one. Like, I need to hear like her rebuttal to him like. Hold on. Let me go to. She know. has no rebuttal. No, That's not at all. Here we go. Here's more Patrice talking. I think Let's see what is, he says. Yeah. Run amok. Do you think she it is, John? Sonia and Patrice. That's look what at it this. Is. The marketplace. More is CBS speaking. radio firings. They've been on. The, they've been on a tear lately. All right. Are they cleaning house or is this the PC cops run amok? You know what it is, John. You know what it is. Why you reading that paper? It's the PC cops. Run amok. Do you think Who's she's a PC, a PC cop? cop? Of course she is. She's She has an entire encyclopedia of, of her stance on it, but it's no passion involved. It's not a real... This is just what she has to say. We are outraged and oh, he, fired and fired and fired. Name-calling. I'm outraged. I am outraged. You should be. You should be. I am a fool. Now, if I called you a fool... Ah! 
You know what? People are feeling a new sense of entitlement. <laughs> Who are these to people in this country? Who are the people? A new How can sense you, of entitlement. Patricia, here's what. Here's my question. How can you right justify now. a bad joke, a joke that isn't funny? Oh wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Go ahead. An attempt that, that isn't funny doesn't get any laughs and is about raping a the first black woman to ever become the Secretary of State well, of the United States. Throw that at me. Well, why the, not? The, the attempt is what I'm trying to fight for. The joke may or may, funny jokes and unfunny jokes are, are come out of the same birth. They, you, you don't know if anything is gonna be funny. You should attempt don't to be you, able to make anything funny. Don't you think a joke about rape is doomed to be not funny? It's possible, I, I you, but I've heard. Yeah, it's, oh, that's, uh, Dave Chappelle just said that. I yeah, get paid yeah. for the attempts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. But you sure as shit aren't getting your money back. No, and I think, uh, you know what's funny, though, is that this actually reminds me of a funny rape joke I did hear. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from, uh, from oh, Ian Edwards. Oh, really? Oh, I love Ian Edwards. Yeah. You remember this one? It was, um, basically, he was like, everybody always talks about rape, and, and I'm not going to do it justice. But anyway, everybody always talks about rape from the perspective of the woman that got raped. But well, what about the perspective of the man that did the rape? Like, is he in the shower later on that night? Just like, oh, <laughs> that was a wild one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to, you have to see this. It makes yeah. You, yeah, but but I can tell it, it's funny because it makes you uncomfortable while you're laughing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and someone said that like a you know you. You always pick up from veterans in the game because you know we think we we know we know but there's so much more to it but you know they said you know 50 percent should be laughing the other 50 percent should be yeah, what the fuck was that like yeah squirming. yeah you're supposed like, to patricia, told, actually yeah. patricia nail says that patricia mm-hmm. i've seen in another interview i think he mentions that but you know you know comedy's supposed to be isn't everybody not supposed to laugh like you're yeah, of course we want everybody to laugh, but right, you don't right, do right. a joke for the audience. You don't for real. do a joke for the audience. Do no. a joke for you, it's and you what, want them right. to laugh. It's yes. what right. you what what you would find funny, right. and then articulated to perfect exactly. Yes. exactly, exactly, and nothing should be off limits. Nothing. I tell there's some there's shit that goes down in my house that I say like at the dinner table and my girlfriend's like what the fuck are you what, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah and I'm just like why aren't we looking at this from the perspective of the mashed potatoes like, yeah. like, just, like, just like did you think maybe it wanted to be smashed and put in a bowl I don't think so yeah I'm sorry. I love watching TV shows that aren't supposed to be funny that's how I feel about uh, some movies yeah. like I find you know the movie Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I say that. Absolutely. That movie's hilarious. not. That movie. Boot camp, the boot the, camp is the like boot probably camp the is, best thirty or whatever first half of a oh movie. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah. What, I, is, I, what is your major malfunction, num nut? Didn't mommy yeah, and daddy yeah. pay you enough attention? I, yeah. I fucking, we we used to get high in college oh and god. watch that fucking Abs- full metal. Lee, what's his lead? Lee Turney. What's his Lee Harvey Turney? Uh, what's his name? The actors are Lee Ermey. Yes. Arlie, yeah. yeah, he's he's a real yeah. sergeant. He's he's like real. Incredible. Like, yeah. yeah. It's my That's favorite right. movie of all time. Oh but my I God, just it's incredible. I, I actually I posted it on Twitter and I said, uh, this is a top ten comedy of all time. Yeah. I'm gonna check out some Texas movie. but steers and queers. Steers. Yeah. And you don't much look like a steer to me. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I don't that, see any horns. Yeah, yeah. so I guess that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't it. Another uh, another movie I find I, I, I find one of the funniest movies Django. I find Django, Django Jan- Chained, yes. parts Fucking of that parts of that movie funny. is so fucking funny. Yes. 
Who's that dead nigga on that mirror? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, as soon who's as that dead Di- nigga on that mirror? As yeah. soon as DiCaprio <laughs> turns, Steven, yeah, I laugh every time. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, name so is Michelle Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you like a, I missed you like my foot missed a, 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 a rock in his shoe. I missed you like a hog missed flies. I showed <laughs> you mean you won't let these niggas sleep in the pillows? We gonna have to change the sheets in the pillows. That shit had me I was going to say, I found my, I find myself laughing at a lot of Tarantino movies because it, mind you, he's, he gets very loose with the, with the N-word uh, a lot more oh, than yeah. probably any white director should. I, maybe he does but, the movies uh, just so he can but, say nigga. Who that's knows? what I'm saying. I think he does. Look at the, just look at the that scene in Pulp Fiction where he's talking about the coffee. You know, I'm just like, he didn't have to say that. Like, yeah. Just, like, but just you, it in there. Yeah. But you would picture a guy in California Hills talking like that, a white yeah. suburban guy. What are you yeah. bringing a dead nigger to my lawn for? Yeah. Jules? Is this, is this a dead nigger? Is this a dead nigger asylum, <laughs> Jules? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's talking to Samuel L. Jackson like that. Yes. Like, who, is like, who is like rem- the epitome of like or, hard-nosed black man in film. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he did use it too much in that scene, but people were mad at him for using it in Django when I thought they used it all the time in yeah, Django. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, say, if you look at that screenplay, you can find it on the internet. Like, the word, comb, comb the, through the first draft of that screenplay. The word he had to comb out of <laughs> Samuel Jackson's teeth white in that movie. <laughs> he said that so much. He said it a lot. He did say like, it. He did say it a lot in that movie. <laughs> he owned it, man. Mr. Stevens be, uh, took yeah, over for Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Samuel Jackson, a great actor. And he's done a few movies with Quentin Tarantino. He did. He's not. Well, yeah, you see him. The Hateful Eight. Was it Hateful Eight? He He was Hateful Eight. Well, Django Unchained. Originally was Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Was he in Jackie Brown? Yes. He was was in Jackie Brown. He was in Jackie Brown. And that was a good movie, too. That was was a low-key good movie. Oh, Pam Green. As I said, let's just face facts. Quentin Tarantino movies are the shit. I mean, they are. They are. I have never. None of them are bad. I think these. Wasn't he the first director? Kill Bill Part One. Kill Bill Part One was actually pretty good. It was. I like Kill part Bill two part two. Way better. You know what? I'm I'm indifferent about part two. I think part two is better. Part two. I didn't think part one was that. Good. I thought part two was pretty dope. I mean, both movies were good. I think part one dragged a little bit more. It was story- yeah. storytelling. You got to set the whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. But uh, I'll put it this way: you could watch all of Kill Bill Part Two and not watch Part One and understand the entire story. Well, yeah, because there was flashbacks, but then they also did a lot of they threaded in a lot of the old story too. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, we. My thing about Kill Bill screenwriting class, too. Right? Do you, Do you think she ended up being pregnant? I think so. Because that fucking orderly, that no, the orderly. No. Remember the orderly <laughs> was fucking bringing dudes truckers in there to fucking banger because she was in a coma. Yeah, remember that? Do you think no. she? Ever, do you oh, think yeah. she has a child? I, I that's think a, so. That's a cliffhanger. That's if a cliffhanger. she actually had the child. Yes. I feel like there's going to be some type of like spinoff she movie might, with they the might kid. Do it. <laughs> Where it's like some some young blonde girl that's like, yeah, this is Uma Thurman's daughter. Yeah, like, right. This is Kill William, the pussy wagon, <laughs> the pussy wagon. Yeah, uh, that was we love big toe. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Buck. I'm a truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Oh God, Tarantino, man. Yeah. I didn't. 
I was actually I just watched Reservoir Dogs the other day for the first time in a really oh, yeah. long time. I like the way he shoots his movies too. Out of order. Yeah, it, it took me a, out, yeah. It took me a minute, but but I love his movies. I love. It took me a minute to get used to his style because yeah, you know, yeah. when you're watching Pulp Fiction, you're like, what the fuck? And then you but find you gotta out, watch it two, three times to understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them, but they're all good and well written and well directed. It's so art house, like it's so it's yeah. it's so artsy to like the to a fault, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's also funny. So like the I've, you never really find movies anytime that are just like. That are comedic, but also are like super artsy, and this is yeah. gonna, this is gonna win a an award at some like indie film festival, right. and and also be funny. Like you don't you don't normally see that, and he no. kind of did that with Hollywood budgets, and he's just like, I got all this money to just make this as fancy as fuck, but also right, be like right. as funny as possible, and get amazing cast because he gets you know these ridiculous budgets. Oh, he gets the best so, cast. You know what I still haven't seen is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen that. I haven't yet. seen I it. Yet. I haven't have seen it. Yet. Have you seen it yet either? Seen, no. I haven't that was the last Tarantino flick, and I I need to see it because I've only heard good things. Again, Tarant- of course, Tarantino movies just like you know it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's it doesn't like, it doesn't miss. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he ever has missed. Yeah, Can't even well, it's almost like it's like Martin Scorsese though watching his dad marathons. <laughs> like, did you watch The Irishman? No, I did not watch that. Uh, four hour movie, three hours. No, I, I, I did, did watch it. it. It's it's eight hours long. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the director's cut is ten and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, yeah. Just, it's mostly Joe Pesci, which is fine. Yeah, I ra- the, fuck, I'd rather right? just watch Home Alone to get Joe Pesci. <laughs> I, the reason I didn't watch it is just because I just because I'm into that type of stuff, like the mob uh-huh. stuff. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Know, I, I'm big, so I just knew like there was you know people this was so filled with inaccuracies. Like if it was just a movie on itself, I probably would have watched it. But since they wanted to base it, because I've seen a few documentaries on the Danny Green. It, it, you know, not was it was it? I, no, I seen I seen a few documentaries on the Hoff and all that situations and the Duke Kerrigan. They they said he didn't ever killed him anyway. So I just didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. feel like wasting three hours of my life on something I knew was was it's, was fake. But if it was just a, a regular movie, I probably would have watched it. It's really really good. Makes good movies. It's really really good. But from what I understand, obviously they can't prove whether or not the main character actually is a dude that killed Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There's some evidence there that says that, yeah, he might have did it. But then there's a lot of evidence there basically saying, like, no, he didn't do it. So, well, there's just other other mob guys on, on YouTube. Like, there's, there's Michael yeah. Francesca. Everybody says yeah, he didn't do it. That guy that was running the gas scam back in, like, yeah, the, the gas 90s. Scam. Yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. Has a, he has a good station on YouTube. I, I love watching his stories and, the, mm-hmm. and then other stuff. But, you know. But you know, Scorsese is a is a great you know the Departed is a great fucking movie. I love oh, the Departed is fucking incredible. I mean, those last the, the the last was it the middle the last half hour that scene when they're from the roof through the oh, elevator yeah. with Anthony Anderson was oh, the most sweating. probably the most shocking scene, like the shocking set of events I've never seen happen. Like you understand? Know yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. I didn't think DiCaprio was gonna get killed. No, nope. Anthony Anderson. And, and spoiler, just like, spoiler alert! Shit. Yeah, in the movie, well, yeah, like for those that didn't, years old. Yeah, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, that's fifteen. Yeah, someone's gonna call. Someone, yeah, gonna be like, "What the fuck, dude? Yeah, that was is my he, next yeah. movie. Oh man, this I had it in my queue. Like, it's but not that movie's Netflix fi- anymore. That movie's bro. fifteen years old. If you haven't seen that shit yet, right? Yeah. 
but that was probably the most shocking like five minutes mm -hmm. of of events in a movie that I yeah. can remember. Like, holy movie, shit, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that at was, all. Like, I was sweaty after that. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, I think Scorsese's movie after that was probably was a Wolf of Wall Street. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you haven't watched? Oh, God, you have to watch. Do the yourself Wolf a favor. By the end of it, you'll be sweating. Just yeah. it's <laughs> just it, it is a what it's it's three hours long, but you don't want it to end. Yeah, I say I it's actually a little less. It's, I think it's two forty five. Yeah, close a, enough. Close enough. Yeah. It's it's a long. All of his movies are long as fuck. Okay, but this one in particular, it just every scene is great. Yeah, like, every, like every scene is great. Just when you I mean, think he can't outdo himself, he does. Like there's just yeah. and it's a it does it. it and it's a very no, funny movie too. Yeah, it, it is funny. Say, yeah. DiCaprio, like sometimes you watch a movie based on who's like DiCaprio doesn't make whack movies. Like when no, you know DiCaprio's no, in a movie, you know it's going to be a good movie. Like yeah. what was that the movie The Re Revenant? The when, Revenant when was, was incredible. Was that a movie. great fucking movie. Like yeah. you know, catch me when you can. Like yeah, DiCaprio yeah. doesn't make whack movies. <laughs> the Re The Revenant, aka Bear Sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got fucked by that. First bear. of all, <laughs> why? I, like. I don't understand how you play dead when someone's chewing on your dead bear is back. is like, fucking eating him, and yeah. he's just like, "I'm gonna pretend to die." And it's yeah, just like, okay. Or All that right. part when he just curled up inside of that horse. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's take warm. you back to Luke Skywalker. Hey, Luke Skywalker did it first. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It was it wasn't a horse, but I don't know what an ostrich or whatever the fuck that thing was. It was a space horse. It's a space horse. Space horse. <laughs> a space horse. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> If they can have seahorses, we can have space horses. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, this has been this has been a great conversation. Uh, I, we really do appreciate you, you know, dropping in, uh, giving the boys the uh, the gospel. Uh, oh telling, yeah. Tell, telling them a little I, bit about yourself and anything like that. Um, anything? I mean, social media. Where where can they find you? Anything you want to plug in particular? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Instagram, um, at underscore Travis Blunt. Um, also, uh, I'll be, uh, this is not going to be on TV or anything, but I'm the American Black Film Festival. Um, they're um, holding, a, I'm a semifinalist in the Comedy Wings competition. And um, that's a sponsored by HBO. Like, uh, the winner of this competition uh, gets cash, and I, get, I think they get a meeting with HBO. So it's a lot of good things. That could come for okay. this. And this was something that was supposed to happen back in April. But obviously, COVID shut all that stuff down. Yeah. Um, but I have that, you know, that's supposed to be coming up at the, the end of winter. They said December or January, they're going to have this, try to have the semifinals. They didn't give us a final date on that. Okay. But yeah, probably definitely all up if, in the air right now. I would yeah, assume. definitely. Yeah. But if people follow me on um, Instagram, at underscore Travis Blunt, like, I'll be posting about it, like, uh, as soon as I get the date. Yeah. And everything, um, I'm going to be posting about it because, you know, it's a big opportunity, especially here in Syracuse. You know, we don't have a lot of big opportunities coming away. It's not like you're going to meet somebody that's going to change your life right, after right. a show, like maybe in New York or L.A. or Yeah, I like the way you look. I can see you doing this. Right. So, you, you know, being in Syracuse, you have to really go get it. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. And that's what I did with this. A lot of the stuff, you just go get it and tr make the best of your opportunities, man. So, right, um, right. for real. So no just, one's you know, giving out those moments where it's like, meet me at my hotel at 4 a.m. I'll be wearing just a robe, nothing under it. No, 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 not, not a lot of those out there. No. So, no, I mean, no, and you know, I probably wouldn't take that meeting anyway, but um, <laughs> what if it changes your life though? <laughs> Depends yeah. on how life changing this meeting is. Yeah, 
I don't need my life changed in that way. But, uh, <laughs> oh, your life is going to be like, changed. Not a lot of Weinstein moments. Close the door and wheel in the cart with the chicken tenders. The yeah, right, right. The chicken tenders. Not the chicken tenders. <laughs> the Bernice bring the honey mustard. <laughs> the honey mustard. And the boy biscuits or whatever yeah. they're called. <laughs> the hot butter boys. <laughs> Can I please have some tendies and some hot butter boy biscuits? Yes. <laughs> Oliver Twist. Please, sir. Please, sir. Please, sir. May I have some more? Please, sir. Can I have some more? Yeah. yeah. I can I could see, see you doing a wonderful English film. <laughs> do you do Epstein massages? <laughs> Epstein massages. I just got that. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's a good one. That's oh, a good man. One. I can't finish watching that documentary. Oh, I tried to turn it up. Have you I, watched, it's have, hard. You tried watching that, that Epstein documentary I mean, on Netflix, hard, The Filthy Rich? Hard. No, I have not seen I, the filthy rich. I keep okay, so I've like I think what is it, six episodes? I finally powered through the third one last night. And I'm yeah. just like, do I wanna keep going? Like I feel like once you hear one 14-year-old girl talk about her experiences, you don't want to keep hearing about it. I mean but the R. Like, Kelly documentary, at least the music is good. That's the that's like, hilarious. That was the, saving least, grace. the soundtrack. At least yeah, I can buy the soundtrack. That was yeah, just at least saving. I can buy the soundtrack. You know yeah. what? That's actually a good point. Imagine <laughs> hybrid. They have a hybrid of those two movies together, those yeah. two documentaries, and just like thread R. Kelly music into the Epstein yeah, documentary. Yeah, just, I maybe I can get through it. Epstein documentary <laughs> with surviving R. Kelly soundtrack. I powered through it, <laughs> yeah. especially when you realize how much music like R. Kelly wrote. Yeah, he, was, right. he wrote not just for himself. He was writing shit for Jodeci. He was writing everybody. shit for Michael Jackson. He was everybody, Mary J. Everybody of that area. Yeah, era. literally everybody. Yeah, everybody. so you get to hear like sexual assault cases, but the better music is like '90s R&B. You can't go wrong. <laughs> no, you can't. Yo, like they should just let him do a versus battle from his cell. They really like, should. They should. And if they and if somebody yeah. doesn't try to get in there and mm -hmm. put a camera in his face, they're Netflix could do that because shit. Because he honestly. doesn't really have to do anything. They just bring a little thing in and he just press play. He doesn't even have to sing. Like, just let no. him press play on his song. I was just just say, play his hits. Most networks are able to go into these maximum security facilities nowadays. Yeah. You know, especially Netflix is doing, like, one-on-one -on -one interviews with murderers. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're, just yeah. Like, they're just like, okay, like, tell me about all the people you murdered. And he's just like, I mean, I got 72 on my chest, so I got to figure this one out. Oh my God. I love those fucking shows on MSNBC. Oh, inside like, the world, yeah. not inside the world's most locked, lock, the locked up. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, yeah that, great. I used to have a joke on that because it always cracked me up. Like they fucking, like they sit there and look at the cameras, like we're not even supposed to have these tattoo and weapons. You know, yeah, this yeah. is considered contraband. Yeah. They don't even know we have them, but this is yeah. where we hide them at. And the cameraman's right there with the camera. Yeah. Like, fucking guards are just sitting and, and he's like, shit. Yeah. he's like, shh, don't tell. And it's just don't like, this toothpaste tube, there's a knife in it. Yeah, yeah. all <laughs> on show, camera. These, yeah. All on yeah. camera. These guys are telling them where the weapons are. They're oh teaching them how God. to make Pruno in They're the all toilet. On themselves. <laughs> it's, or I love the why one they're in jail. Yeah, yeah. I love the one where they interviewed that dude that you could just see this look in his eyes where he's just fucking something ain't right. And he'll tell a story about like how he killed his grandmother and then with a knife and then he used the knife to make himself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> like afterwards. And you're just like, damn. damn. I'm glad you're locked up, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please this guy please don't. Money. Yeah, please don't let him see the light of day. Uh, Cause, yeah, because grandma's blood is on that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, it adds a little tang. 
sure. Yeah. Yeah. A little tang. Gives a little iron. Gives a little iron quality yeah. to it. Yeah. Hey, iron's little, good for you, man. Yeah, exactly. It's very good yeah. for you. So, well, thank you, Travis. It's yeah. been uh, it's this has been great. We we appreciate you coming on and uh, you know, giving us some wisdom. You know, yeah. always, could always use a little bit more wisdom. The boys could always use a little bit more wisdom. <laughs> and Definitely. uh, yeah, this has been uh, this has been great. So uh, we'll we'd love to have you back sometime too, for sure. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely, man. Definitely, uh, definitely love to come back, man. You guys are a bunch of fun. Um, I definitely enjoyed this conversation. And I love being called a yeah. bunch of fun. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> makes, me, <laughs> makes me feel like a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, you, a you are just a, you're a bunch of fun. You're like a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. You're a bunch of fun. A bunch of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're around a bunch of boy biscuits. A bunch of yeah, fun yeah. happens. Buttered up, buttered yeah. up boy biscuits. Buttered up fun. Buttered up boy biscuits, biscuits in a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. <laughs> Yo, I know it's. I'm probably going like I don't even know why I'm gonna be thinking about. I'm gonna be thinking about the butterboy biscuit shit all night. Like, you know, so why that shit in my head? Like, that's probably the wrong shit I'm supposed to be having in my head. Do you, but do it's you gonna have, be in my head. You got like Pillsbury biscuits or anything like in the fridge yeah. right now? You could just <laughs> think about how that you're gonna, just pops. You're just gonna open up the refrigerator and be like, motherfucker, like it's just hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna say that shit around my homeboys next time. I'm gonna be like, yo, you got any boy biscuits? <laughs> I'm like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> that's when you. That's when you segue. It's just like Wine Boys podcast. They got. They're on. They're on, they're on one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this, my boys. Yeah. <laughs> the little boys. Them and their yeah, but you know, if anybody ever follows me on IG, man, I always give some inspiration yeah, yeah. in my stories. Yeah, your stuff, your IG stories are inspirational as fuck. Like, <laughs> I feel I feel so much better about my day. Like I just, yeah, I mean, I'll, be like, I'll be like, I know Travis said some good shit right here. <laughs> you got to post good shit, man, because I, I know that before I started doing comedy, I was in a dark place, man. Comedy saved my life. So yeah. I just try to un- let people understand, like, you know, it's not where you at right now. It's where you could be. So, you know, every focus, find something positive, focus on it, and work towards it. And that's pretty much, uh, you know, what I do in my stories. I crack my jokes in my other shit, but in my stories – I, I try to leave a message in my stories. Yeah. I yeah. saw one the other day. I wasn't you, but I just saw this one and I was like, I kind of, I like the way it resonated because it was just, nobody ever talks about the, the view from the bottom of the mountain. And I was like, right. I, I nah, like it's, wow. listen, I like, oh, we I like that. The, I like yeah. that one a lot. <laughs> we all look at the pyramids. We all look at the pyramids like, how did that shit get built? But it started with one brick. You know, it yeah. started with one brick. You can't be that person that was talking about, I'm going to build this pyramid right here. They'd be like, what? And then have one brick and everybody's looking at you like, what? Pretty soon you're going to build that shit and they, you know, but it starts yeah. with one brick. Everything starts one, with one you brick. Also you also have to be careful with the conversation you're having with certain people because they'll start with conspiracy theories about the pyramids. That's true. <laughs> I mean, like, hey. well, I bet the aliens did that shit. Oh, it's like, did oh, that. did they? Did yeah. they? Aliens, had to, uh, aliens had to do it because it was in Africa. If it was in Europe, them goddamn Greeks and Romans built all that, that shit, though, huh? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's they true. That is very that. true. Yeah. They, oh, these Greek gods, they the knew Greeks how to build. The Colise- if you yeah, listen to what mass. they did with the Colosseum, the Colosseum was so scientific and technology advanced, they used to flood it. They, there was a way to flood it so they could bring ships in there to have naval battles in the Colosseum, and then they would drain it to have their regular battles. But they, they built that. that. But yeah, regular ass people bought they that. They had a yeah, yeah. it was Rome. They had an aqueduct. The yeah. pyramids, yeah. but the, you know, they, but the aqueduct. fucking pyramids. Yeah, there's no fucking aqueduct. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. right. You know, yeah. you know who created? You know what? What building structure was created by people is the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. only stupid people <laughs> could just be like. You know it's broken, but you know well. Let's just keep it. <laughs> just like, and Jeffrey Epstein financed it. 
Absolutely. <laughs> he absolutely financed it. <laughs> between massages. Yeah, in between massages and his umbrella company. That's yeah. what it's, it's, that's, that's how you know black people. I think black people made it because black people will leave it there if it's going to work. Like, niggas yeah, ain't yeah. trying to fix shit. Ain't just like, if, it, yo, if, it's it's gonna, like if they going to keep paying to go see it, fuck it. Let's exactly. leave it. It's just like, we made a lot of money on this leaning tower leaning bullshit. Tower, you want yeah. to just market it as a leaning tower? It's yeah, just like, okay. Leaning, I mean, shit. Well, at yeah. first it was like, that kind of crooked to you? Nah, you had to. Lean back. Lean back. <laughs> exactly. Lean <laughs> back. <laughs> you got to lean back, bitch. Straight. Yeah. Straight. Fat, Fat Joe's favorite tower is yeah. Leaning Tower Pizza. And then a few <laughs> years later, it keeps tilting. And they're like, it you know what? Tilt. It looked like a black person tower. looking at you, yeah. waiting for you to lie. Like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know the black. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, never thought of it that way. Oh, only will think of it that way. Right leaning Tower of Pizza. Yeah. For there real. They did. We're yeah. It's just a mathematics thing, you know. It's just, it's just science. Math, it's science. That's how they did it, man. Math, I don't know how they science, did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hey, I don't know how they did it. They, they were a lot smarter, a lot For more real. intuitive back then. They were. Because I know it, they couldn't build that shit today. You know how many niggas would take smoke breaks? That shit would never get built. <laughs> 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 <Smart. laughs> it should have never get built. <laughs> How many, what cigarette break is this for you? <laughs> shit. We got here at seven, it's ten thirty. <laughs> while they're moving the shit, I gotta take a break. Shit. <laughs> oh man. All, All right. right, yeah, it's, right. it's been great. <laughs> definitely been great. Oh, that's we that's... definitely gotta do it again, and um, we do it again. I'm, I'm 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 gonna be a finalist in the ABFF. I'm claiming it now. Okay, there you go. Okay. That. We're gonna talk about that whole experience and stuff. And talk that, yeah, that shit. And then we're when we're allowed back on stage in 2022, uh, that's gonna be a great time as <laughs> well. I'm looking, long, yeah. No, no, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that I I wouldn't even. I'm not gonna say by the end of this year. I can't commit to that. Mm-hmm. But if by 2021, if they get something, not if even we, vaccinated, but like if they just have a better plan, like let's let you get I six, think, I think, six I think, months to just turn this shit around. Do you guys <laughs> remember that show Heroes? Save the yes. Leaders, save the world. Yep. Yeah, save, yeah, yeah. The, save the election, save the world. We got to, yes. you know, say elect a new leader. We going to save the world. You know, yes, save yeah. the election, save the world. Like I was saying, I was, I was, was cautious. I was too. cautiously optimistic. Yeah, Heroes was my shit. Skyler, so was a Skyler was the shit. What oh, way for Skyler and fucking yeah. Tommy? Was it Tommy that could absorb all everybody else's powers? It was um, took- it was Peter's. It was Peter's. Brother. Yeah, Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah, it was Peter, Peter Petrelli. I'm, yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta be honest. I've watched no episodes okay. of that show. Heroes all you was need the to fucking know, shit, is Peter Petrelli would always go like Parkman, and he make this weird ass fit. Parkman. Wasn't it, on, it was wasn't every, it on for like like six or seven? It was seasons? on for a long ass time, and it I, got dumb it, after like the third or fourth season. Yeah, exactly. they started there trying to introduce a bunch of like subplots and shit like that. There's like, just too much going stick on. Stick to what got you to the dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they had like a, a long hiatus, and then it got dry up, and everybody aged. Yeah. And by the time it came back on, I was like, my age was past that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, I'm past this shit. Yeah, yeah. But it, that was before. That was before all these TV shows basically with, got to with the point the where they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It got dumb. 
but yeah, that that was before the point though, where all these TV shows were like, we need to really like plot this shit out beginning to end before the show actually airs. And right. we need to just stick to that from the beginning and like keep the story good. Yeah. Like that that was probably one of the last shows that didn't do that. And it showed because it got dumb. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you can't over you can't do the same thing over and over again. No, it's just all no. right, we get it. We understand what's going on here. Let's just wrap this shit up. Right. Storylines get a little stale. Let's introduce new characters. Like no, <laughs> yeah. exactly. uh, nope. Right. Don't do that. So yeah. All right, so we're uh, gonna get out of here as well. Yep. So this has been a uh, another, I mean, I would say grade A five star podcast, uh, maybe one of the best of all time. Um, I would check it out, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you boys next week. Bye. I love you. Please call me back. <laughs>